this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. It is Friday, January 21st, 2022, and we are back with a brand new show for y'all. And I got a lot planned to share with you guys tonight. We're going to go over some news together. I also made y'all a brand new faith-based motivational speech on self-worth, and we're going to watch that later on. And we have a brand new installment of Prepping with Babels tonight to finish us off with episode 477, 447, 477. I'm jumping ahead in time. But please like and share this out. Please get this out. We are censored on our most popular platform right now, Facebook. But we're live on YouTube, Rumble, and Twitch currently. So please share this everywhere you share the show usually. All your Facebook groups, share the Rumble link. I pay for that one. That's our uncensored platform. Share that out and support the show if you can. Please support this show any way that you can. If that's financially, please do. It'll help us reach our goals and our destination of becoming a hub for other creators. And when we can do this show again every night and do it professionally for you every day and actually hire a staff and grow. So help us to reach those goals and support this show. And you can find many ways to do that at theshawnyankyshow.com under the support us tab. But there's a couple little things I want to tell you guys about and remind you about before we really get going with tonight's show. And it's going to be quick because I got a lot to do with you guys. I want to remind you to check out the CERN video. We dropped the new CERN video last week, last Friday night. We dropped Alice, the CERN project. That's up on the Rumble channel now. So get over there and rumble that video. That's what like is called over there and share it everywhere. Get that video out. That was a really, really good conspiracy theories and chill. And I loved the way it turned out. So share that far and wide. And then make sure you head over to either Spotify, wherever you get your podcast or the Rumble channel 
and get the new morning yank. This week's morning yank was very good. And so was the quickie. And it's only got like 11 views on Rumble, the quickie. So get over there and share those out and hit Rumble on them. Help us grow our Rumble channel. We pay for that so that we have an uncensored live platform. Because afterwards, we go up as the podcast and all those other things. And we'll live on. We continue forward. If we get kicked tonight, that's where you go. Rumble. The show will continue forward. So if YouTube goes down tonight or Twitch, come to Rumble. And the links for all of the things I'm going to cover tonight that you would need links for are in the Rumble feed, on the comments on the Rumble video. So if you want a link for something tonight in the news, there's a petition, there's other things, or you want the links for the Morning Yank and the Quickie, that's all over on Rumble in the comments section. But thanks for coming, guys. And that is it for business that I wanted to cover with you before we really get started. But we got a long show tonight, lots to do. And welcome back. So if you guys are ready, I want to go ahead and get into the news as quickly as possible because we have so much to do. We have a brand new Prepping with Babels tonight in the 8 o'clock hour. So, well, at my 8 o'clock hour, your 9 o'clock hour, we always do Eastern times. So at 9 o'clock Eastern, Prepping with Babels will begin. And until then, we're going to have a show, like I said, news and a brand new motivational video. So we'll be doing the news, but we're going to finish it off with a brand new speech that I made you guys on self-worth. And it's faith-based. So I want you to stay for that. Make sure you stay for that. And then Prepping with Babel's at 9. So share this out. Get this everywhere. It's going to be a full show for you guys. And I'm really excited to get going. So it's, well, it's not Monday. We're doing news, but it's not Monday. I almost said it's Monday night. It's Friday night. We do the show once a week now. So many changes. But if you guys are ready, let's kick off the news. Major flip-flopping. People should not be walking around with masks. Masks work. Fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask. If you are vaccinated, you should still wear a mask. You really better be very careful before you bring the children back. The default position should be to try as best as possible to keep the children in school. Right now, at this moment, there is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day-by-day basis. I would like to see a dramatic diminution of the personal interaction that we see. So so let me clarify that because there was a little bit of a misunderstanding. Yeah, this is amazing here. They've launched Sandals. Governor DeSantis, America's most beloved governor, has launched Fauci flip-flops so that you can buy them and walk around the beach of Florida enjoying your rights and mocking Dr. Fauci in the process. Isn't that fantastic? And I'm sure that he doesn't stand to rake in tons and tons and tons of dollars from the sales of these ridiculous Fauci flip-flops. I get that it's funny, y'all, but I'm telling you this DeSantis, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. You are being sold a lemon here, man. I'm telling you, I would keep some side eye on this DeSantis. I want to like him too. I want to have celebrity friends. I want to believe these people are good intentioned, but you don't rise to prominence on the national scale with good fucking intentions. That's just not the way that it goes. And we know that that is true. So why do we keep hinging our hopes that one of these guys is legit? 
that DeSantis is the one, y'all. DeSantis is the one. It's all going to work out now because Ron DeSantis is going to stand up against the man. When has anybody successfully stood up against a man by themselves? Anyone. I'll wait. Name them off. They're not dead. I want to hear about them. I would love to hear about this person that stood against the agenda and the powers that be that is still walking around breathing air. That would be very interesting for me to hear about. I would enjoy that quite a bit because I would like a hero too. I want there to be a hero. I want there to be someone that can save us, but there just isn't. And tonight is our news night. Tonight is the night that we do news. And, you know, I felt like that was an interesting little story. Hold on. Something, something froze here. Let me bring that back in. See if it's playing now. There we go. Tonight is news night. And on the show, we cover news. But I want to tell you what it is. You know, I'm not going to bullshit you about it. It's complete horseshit. Wall to wall. And that's how we cover it. On this show, we talk about news in a real way. We discuss what's actually going on with what they're doing, with the propaganda. We call it out for what it is. We discuss it in an honest way, with integrity. But we will be covering the news. And later on, I'm going to get into deeply why it doesn't matter what I'm going to talk about here and why this is not what's actually important and not something that we should even focus on. You know, I almost didn't do news tonight because of that. But we do have to know our enemy. We do have to know what they're up to and what's going on. But most of us here are pretty well informed. So you will find that our version of news is more friendly to those that have a problem with the bullshit nonsense. Because we can't stand it at this show. Our motto is that if it can be destroyed by the truth, then it should be. And that's what we believe in. So we're going to start the news now, guys. This is the news I got for you. We're going to go through it, and afterwards, I want to hear from you. I want to see what you had to think or say about the things that we covered tonight. So let's begin with what I brought to the table for you. The CDC has now admitted what we've been saying all along, that you are not fully vaccinated unless you have a booster. You need a booster. You need a constant booster. This will be never-ending. You cannot provide a vaccine for a virus. It has never been done. It can't be done. It will continually mutate and it's ridiculous. So you are trapped in this now, not to mention that you have modified your immune system and are now dependent on this shit. So they're admitting it now, what we've been saying all along, that this is going to be required. And what we really are working to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is, is as up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines as they personally could be, should be, based on when they got their last vaccine. Based on so when importantly, your last one right was. now, we're pivoting our language. We really want to make sure people are up to date. That means if you recently got your second dose, you're not eligible for a booster, you're up to date. If you are eligible for a booster and you haven't gotten it, you're not up to date and you need to get your booster in order to be up to date. You're not up to date. You got to have the booster. And that's for Omicron. Now wait till Smomicron comes out and Bamomicron and Abercrombie and Fitch. When those come out, you need boosters for them too. This never ends. This never stops. You don't ever stop getting your boosters. It keeps going on and on and on and on and on forever and ever. And, you know, there was some information that some of the people that helped me shared out about this funding that they're doing this all behind, the emergency funding. You got to watch when they pull this. If they don't pull that funding, this never ends. 
It'll keep going on behind the scenes and they'll just keep printing money to justify it all and pay for it. This nonsense and run us dry, run our economy into the ground. They do not give shit one. That's what they intend to do. So we got to make sure that that emergency status funding or whatever it is, I'm going to find out exactly what that was. And, and that's got to be what comes down. Not that they just stop pushing it because they know their narrative is falling apart. That is going to shit. That is not standing up at all. So, and they understand that. They see that. But they're telling the sheep now that you're going to need to keep doing this. And this here I wanted to talk about because this is news. This happened today. Meatloaf died. Well, it didn't happen today. They're announcing it. And he passed away. He was 74 years old. Now, on the screen, it says that he died of COVID which is complete and total bullshit because COVID is bullshit. It's nonsense. It's not real. And we understand that. We know that. And uh, we're tired of it, honestly. We're tired of discussing it. And I wish we could stop. I really do. But Meatloaf died at 74 years old. He was a larger man. He was not in great shape. That is not an unquestionable age for somebody in Meatloaf's condition, even with his money. He could have afforded the finest in medical care, and I'm sure he got that, but he's still very out of shape. He's a large man. He's overweight, and I'm sure he has other health difficulties because of that. Anyways, he passed away, and now they're slandering this man who would not require the vaccine, was not vaccined himself, and didn't push the agenda on the people and his fans. They're slandering him and saying he died of COVID complications of COVID. And then other articles are going on to shit all over him that, of course he did. Look at him. He's an unvaxxer, an anti-juicer. He, he's anti-vax. He, he preaches against the COVID vaccines and against pushing it on his fans and requiring it to see him in concert. He doesn't do that. Look at him. Of course he died of COVID. His family is grieving his death right now. Now, I don't know thing one about Meatloaf, the man. I know that he didn't die of COVID because I know COVID is bullshit. COVID-19 was a long, long, long time ago. We're on variant like 23 now. In fact, we're heading towards the Songbird movie scenario if we don't do something about this, if we don't stop this nonsense and put an end to it. Now, they're lying about Meatloaf to fit their own agenda. They're saying that he died of COVID because it's fun for them to say it's fun for them to shit on him and say look he wouldn't require the vaccine he wouldn't push the agenda and now he died of it he may have died of a cold or a flu or anything that an overweight 74 year old man might die of but it was not covid and it was not omicrombie and fitch i don't give a shit what they say they're going to say whatever they think they can get away with saying to slander him so that other people won't stand up and think for themselves and won't act independently of what the little flashing box in their living room is saying to do. Because they don't want that. That's the last thing that they ever want, is for people thinking for themselves. So they want to shame Meatloaf and make you believe he died because he would not get this vaccine that everybody needs. And now everybody needs a booster every time there's a damn variant. But I wanted to lighten the mood, since as you can see, news tends to rile me up a bit. So I felt like it would be a good idea to, in the middle of news, put a segment that is more lighthearted. So this is going to be hindsight news from left field. As I was going through the media today, 
this will be the crazier stories that I came across in my travels. So the very first one that I want to get into with you guys has to do with a movie that I just watched. And the only reason why it has to do with it is because what I'm going to tell you about is from the same writer. So this movie, don't look up. If you saw The Morning Yank this week, you know that I completely spoiled this movie. Anybody that wants to see it, I laid out the entire plot right on The Morning Yank. I didn't realize I was doing that. I'm sorry. I apologize for the spoiler. But I told you everything about this movie because I loved it. I absolutely loved this movie. It was written by Adam McKay, who I like. He's a comedy writer usually, writes a lot of the Will Ferrell movies, has written other things, but you know him mostly for the Will Ferrell stuff. And this was one of his serious roles, and it was a very good movie. It was satire, it was very good. Babels didn't like it, I cried. He's got a new movie coming out, though. He's writing it right now. And this is the reason why I now know Adam McKay is a complete piece of shit, and Don't Look Up was just dangled in front of us as something to make us think he's on the up and up. He is doing a slander piece for the January 6th insurrection. They're making a fucking movie about that. Because as you know, all Americans get their history from movies. They're too lazy to crack open a book. They're never going to look something up for themselves or find out if something is true. They'll get it from this fucking movie about January 6th. They already have the actor picked out that's going to be Donald Trump. And they're going to portray these people as dangerous insurrectionists that tried to violently overtake the United States government. I guarantee you that there'll be nothing in this fucking slander propaganda piece from Adam McKay that'll have to do with the fact that they rigged the fucking election, that President Trump was there trying to use his voice in the only way he could, old-style microphone type of way, because he's censored on every fucking social media and every media outlet, what's supposed to be news, is saying that the president of the United States is crazy and making up nonsense about a rigged election. Meanwhile, they have the National Guard rolled out in 26 states and fences around the Capitol as they insert this president who's supposed to be the most uh, votes of ever, ever in history, the most voted for person ever elected president of the United States most popular elected president, you need the National Guard rolled out to put him in office. You can't film him in the Oval Office. They shoot all their press conferences on a set. Where the fuck are they even at? Are they even there yet? Is he president? Is that whole shit going on in his basement? Is there like five different sets in Biden's basement and Jill just wakes him up and drugs him whenever they got to put him on camera? What in the shit is even going on there anymore? Does anybody know? I don't know, but they're going to make a movie about it. And that's what's going to be what everybody believes. That's going to be what they think happened January 6th. Whatever Adam McKay writes into this bullshit movie he's going to make. So I hope it's like, don't look up. Because don't look up exposed exactly what would happen if there was an apocalyptic event happening on the earth. No one would fucking listen. That's what that movie was about. The media would lie and the rich would be corrupt and all of that shit. So unless they're going to show that in this January 6th movie, unless he's got an ace up his sleeve and I'm wrong to shit on Adam McKay, I'm pretty angry that they're making a movie about this at all because people will take that as gospel. So if he's sold out to the establishment, if this is his payment for getting to do Don't Look Up maybe, which was pretty artsy, I loved it, then fuck him. But I don't know. Maybe he's going to do it like he did Don't Look Up and you'll get a big name actor like Leo DiCaprio to show you what would happen if there was a comet heading towards the earth, because it's exactly what would happen, what they do in that movie. And he's a good writer. So I hate to think that he sold out his values for some success to do a shit movie on January 6th, but we'll see. 
We'll see what that's going to be. But they're working on the script now. This next story is out of Germany. And they are trying to investigate Pope Benedict about some sexual abuse that happened under his leadership while he was Archbishop, I think. Yeah, at the Archdiocese of Munich and Friesburg between like 77 and 1982. 42-something cases happened under Benedict during that time. And the German authorities are trying to prosecute him and investigate him for that. And how it's possible that so much diddling of young boys went on under his leadership. But why single him out? Why are we picking Pope Benedict? We could talk about any pope. We could talk about the current pope. Why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we finding out how much he's covered up? Are we trying to say he doesn't? When we know that most of the money, almost all of the money that the Catholic Church brings in goes to paying off victims of sexual abuse. That's a fact. You can look that up. And the Catholic Church brings in a lot of money. So if you're a Catholic, most of your donations are going to pay off victims of sexual assault from priests and authority figures in the church. So that's what they're about. It's what they've always been about. So why are we selling Pope Benedict out now? What are we hoping to accomplish there? You know, I don't fully understand what's going on, but I'm happy to see that we're bringing attention to it. It's the German authorities, though, and it's not even legal to protest there anymore. And speaking of things that need protested, the last thing I wanted to talk about in the left field section is this petition. And the only reason why this falls in the left field, because this is actually my favorite news story of the night. The only reason why this falls in the left field news is because it's fucking ridiculous. But we live in a ridiculous world right now, don't we? So what this is, is a petition. It's a hashtag I stand with Selena. And it is a petition stating that biological males do not, do not belong in girls' sports. And what this is for, this girl happens to run track and field. She doesn't want to compete against biological males, but she's having to. So they identify as women. They identify as girls, but they have all the genetic equipment and makeup of a man. And they're running against her, keeping her from excelling in her sport because they are genetically different than her. Because that's just a fact. And this is an important petition. So I hope that you'll seek this out. Like I said, the link for this is in the Rumble comments over on that channel because that's our main live platform. And I'll put this in the podcast platforms, the link to this petition, the I Stand with Selena petition, so that you can sign it if you'd like to and add your name. They have over 400,000 signatures currently. But on day one of the Biden administration, he signed an executive order dismantling girls' sports allowing biological boys into girls' locker rooms. So if you identify as a girl but are a male, you can participate in girls' sports. You can compete against female athletes. You can change in the female changing room. You can be treated as a girl with your penis dangling. Now, these girls are standing against that. They have a petition going that I hope people will sign, but this is a school in Connecticut. And I know you can't read the small print there, but it says update February 13th of 2020. The Selena Soul and two other Connecticut schoolgirl track athletes, Alana Smith and Chelsea Mitchell, 
sued the Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference to stop boys who claim to be girls from competing in their sport. Uh, Soul, this girl here, is this is from the same high school uh, who last year filed a complaint with the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights, and that complaint is still ongoing. And the OCR has not yet handed down its guidance ruling, and that's why this petition is still going on. So please sign it and share. There's a link there on the screen to it, but you'll also find that in the Rumble comments over on that video. So head over there if you want to sign that petition, and I encourage you to do it. I'm going to add my name to it. What could it hurt? It's not right for boys to participate in girls' sports. That isn't right. I don't agree with that. And I'm happy that someone is taking a stand against it because it's nonsense. You know, why are we allowing this? Why are we letting this go on? And Babos, if you're watching, can you get Bama? Because I can hear her barking. And I hope you guys can't hear that. Because that would be very distracting, my dog barking all through the news. But she's upset. She doesn't like being on her chain. The next thing I need to talk about, though, may upset some of you guys. They are doing some more revving up of the war machine. They are getting that all fired up again. Not that they ever shut the fucking thing down. They don't ever shut the war machine down. It's ongoing and on and on and on, you know. Um, right now, they're revving it up to try and convince people that we're getting ready to go into war with Russia. So they want everybody to believe and be good and scared that Russia is a big threat. Uh, I even saw a piece from Canada claiming that Russia was doing cyber spying and all of this nonsense. And I don't know when Canada started weighing in on global war matters, but apparently Trudeau wants to throw his hat in the ring. I didn't even know they had a military, but they're revving it up again and trying to make people believe that we're going to fight Russia, you know, and that they're actually trying to iron it out right now and calm shit down because they got you convinced that Putin wants to invade the Ukraine. Well, I guarantee you, whatever reason that Putin wants to invade the Ukraine for, we're probably responsible for it. And the CIA probably set it into motion and got it all going, you know. And I don't know why this is frozen again, but I'm going to try to fix that. There we go. So they're trying to tell you that the U.S. is trying to smooth diplomacy with Russia and that they had an unproductive um, meeting at the United Nations today, which everyone knows is a Luciferian organization and, and nonsense. This is all theater. Everything we're talking about here is nonsense. And I'm going to show you why they're not going to fucking war with Russia. This is something they will kick around. They've been trying to restart the Cold War with Russia forever. They're not fucking going to war with Russia. And Russia's not trying to pick a fight. And whatever reason Russia's wanting to go into the Ukraine for, I guarantee you we're behind it. I haven't fully looked into it, but I know the CIA is most likely steering that entire situation. Because we always fucking do. So why would it not be happening this time? Why would this be happening organically? Why am I supposed to believe that Putin is coming to this all on his own and has decided to just start picking a fight with the United States? That doesn't make sense or seem like something you would be wanting to do if you were the leader of a country right now. Why would you want to pick a fight with, why is that freezing over and over again with the United States? That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. You know, I don't think so. I don't know why that's not working. Sorry about the dumpster fire with the presentation, you guys. We may be done. No, see, here we go. McConnell is trying to get funding to arm the Ukraine. 
They're so worried we're not going to go to war here because if you read this article, you find out that he doesn't like Biden's language. He doesn't like that Biden doesn't sound like he's going to go to war. He doesn't like that he's saying it's up to Putin. He's like, what does that even mean? Up to Putin. Why would it be up to Putin? You know, it's up to us. We're the ones with the badass military. We're the ones that are Team America World Police. We're the ones that decide what goes on and what happens. We need to arm the Ukraine now, which I guarantee you would be our CIA operatives. So fuck McConnell. Always, though. Always fuck McConnell. These people are just there on the national stage to stop progress and to keep the military industrial complex flowing with cash and in power and running over the globe. Because that's all we really are. We are the muscle for the globalists. We are their military arm. And you and me, us, all we are in this situation really is just pawns in an elaborate chess game that the globalists are playing. And our status as Americans is only being enjoyed because we happen to be the muscle. We get to live like we live and be leeches on society basically and have all this nice stuff due to child labor because we are the muscle of the globalists. We're their army, but they don't give a fuck about patriotism or the country or the United States. That's all stuff that you care about. They're Zionists. They have a Luciferian agenda. They think all of this is theirs to do whatever they want with. And that's what they intend to do. And we are just pawns in their chess game. That's all we've ever been and all we ever will be if we keep thinking that anything happening on this national scale is actually affecting our life. So that was the news that I found for you guys and what I brought to discuss tonight. And hopefully you guys enjoyed that because it's awful doing it. I don't like going through the media. I don't like looking at this nonsense and then presenting it to you. I have to tell you over and over again while I'm doing it that it's nonsense. I have to because it is. It just is. It's complete and total bullshit. And right, they all cover up sexual abuse. Every pope. So why are we investigating Pope Benedict? Babels is completely right. You look into any pope. Let's look into the current pope. Let's see what's going on right now. How many cases has he covered up? Let's deal with that. Why aren't we dealing with that? You know, let's get Benedict too. But why is it Germany? Why does it have to be some other country? Why isn't it us? Why isn't it our fancy intelligence agencies doing some real busting of some crime? And then Jones talking about meatloaf. They're saying that the family has not released the cause of death yet. They're running with that it's COVID. Because you can call anything COVID when everything's fucking COVID. But he didn't die of COVID. The family has not released what he died of, actually. And like I said, he's overweight and 74 years old. So there's a lot of reasons why an overweight 74-year-old man might die. You know, I'm sure meatloaf is not that far separated from his last plate of cheese fries. That's not very good for your heart at his age. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows how healthy he was living? And who cares if he was against the vaccine? That is his own beliefs. I'm proud of him that he wasn't pushing this shit on his crowds and trying to get his fans to get juiced up just to go to a meatloaf concert. That kind of makes me proud of old loaf. But I don't know what he died of. I guarantee you it wasn't COVID, though, because COVID is nonsense. And it's made up. Yeah, Helen. 
the the stand with selena petition that is a good petition to sign because you need to empower these people as i told you the update that i read for you there was other updates in the piece but it's a current petition the updates are back to like 2018 these girls started this different petitions this current one is for selena current athletes but these boys are getting to compete as girls which is complete nonsense and it's just not okay it's not right for that to be going on and we don't need to tolerate it and it does happen because it's tolerated and we shouldn't so let's stop we can make those stands in our own individual life you don't have to do anything special but tonight as a cleanser of that news to get our minds off of what we just discussed with all of that and to get us in a positive mindset for prepping with babies which is going to be great tonight from what i hear she has a lot of really cool things to tell us about so it's going to be a really great prepping with babies tonight i'm really excited so share this out so that you will not miss that that's coming up in 27 minutes but like i said i got a brand new motivational speech that i made for you guys so we're going to do a little motivational palate cleanser and talk about some stuff and play that new speech for you that I made. And it is on self-love and self-worth and placing value on what is really important. So that's what our speech is going to be about tonight in our discussion in the motivational part. And then, like I said, prepping with Bay was later on. So a lot coming up in the show. If you guys are ready, though, we're going to change lanes and get into the motivation because I feel like we need a palate cleanser after that news. So let's kick it off. Okay. So I'm going to show you guys a video in our motivational segment today that I just made for you. It's a brand new one. And after the show, I will upload it to our Rumble channel. So by tomorrow, you'll be able to find this on Rumble and listen to it anytime you want. This is the latest video in the TSYS motivation series. So we're gonna watch it together. And afterwards, I wanna talk to you a little bit about the video and some things that I discuss in it and maybe clarify and and all of that and get us ready for prepping with babels and that's going to be in the nine o'clock eastern part of the show but let's get going with the video i want to share this with you guys so if you're ready let's check it out today for our motivational talk i thought that we should discuss something that we should never do if we are really trying to improve our situations in this life we shouldn't place value on worthless things it sounds simple right well, I get this one wrong myself a lot. I catch myself putting nonsense above what is really important in my life all of the time. It's really easy to do. We all have problems. You have obstacles in your life, problems with your finances, different difficulties. I worry about those things instead of focusing like I should with all of my heart and energy on what really matters to me what is truly important, I'll focus on those things instead. My problems, my worries, my concerns, the things I'm up against in this life, the things I have to deal with, instead of my goals, my dreams, and the people in this life that I love. Instead of focusing on them, I'll focus on my problems, 
Well, we were not created to worry and walk around miserable in this life. We were created to add our gifts to this life and to spread love, light, and joy wherever we go, to be lights on this world. God made us to be great. God doesn't want you to worry. In fact, over and over in the Bible, Jesus tells his disciples not to worry. He reminds them to have faith that God will provide and to stand true against fear. Now, it is easier said than done, but stop being so stubborn because it really does work. Just do it. You don't believe me? I dare you to try it. Give your problems to God. He will take them from you, but you have got to trust in Him and stay in faith when you do it and the weight will instantly leave your shoulders, if you really give it to Him. Give that worthless and burdening weight that you are carrying to God. Stop focusing on your worries and difficulties. Focus instead on your desires and dreams and the things that you already possess in this world, the good and the love that you are currently surrounded with right now. Live in your current moment instead of imagined situations that may never even come to be. Just live your life and freely love yourself and others. Stop worrying and instead focus on love and appreciation to occupy your thoughts and keep your mind busy. Search for positive things and remember that you gave all of your problems over to God and move forward on your path in faith that God will provide for you. If you keep moving forward and pushing, He will always provide for you because you are blessed and highly favored and He will never let you down. He never has, ever. So stop worrying and placing so much value on obstacles and negativity that you end up devaluing your own life. Don't steal your own joy. You will end up stealing your own dreams from yourself if you aren't careful. You will convince yourself that you cannot do things. Tell yourself that you can't have them or worse yet that you don't even deserve anything good or better in this life. You'll accept your current station and steal the better life that God made you for from yourself. You will even begin to lie to yourself to avoid the pain of defeat and stop yourself from ever trying to succeed at anything. I know that this is true and I have done it to myself to prove it over and over again. And when I did that, I was winning. I was. I was convinced that I'd lose, so I always did. You manifest your own destiny in your mind before you even begin anything. You defeat yourself, and you always win. You are undefeated. You have never lost. You achieve what you believe that you will achieve, and that is a fact. You limit yourself. You betray your own desires all damn day long, in fact, for many different reasons, but you are destined and created for greatness by God and are meant to shine brightly on this world and a great life awaits you if you believe that it does. You have to know that you were made for it, that God wants you to have it, and all you have to do is stop denying the gift He already gave you and go out and get the life that you want. Train your brain to stop defeating you before you even begin, to stop convincing you that you aren't worthy. And here's a really good way that you can begin to do that. Learn your true self-worth and never settle for any less. 
your true worth now, not the lies that you've told yourself. So what is real self-worth? Well, it's unconditional love for yourself. Not holding on to your mistakes or others' views of you. Loving yourself for who you really are. Accept yourself for who you actually are and love that person. Forgive that person and let that person be happy. Stop holding that person back and burdening them with things they've done and wrongs they've done. Because God made you to be great and he placed a gift inside of you to use to achieve that life that he wants for you because he loves you and values you unconditionally. So you should love yourself in that way as well. He doesn't have your jaded views on yourself that you made up. So let those go. Don't let those walls that you constructed keep you from the life that you deserve and were created for. Because this world was created for us. We rule this earth. God made it for us and we control it. Now that is an empowering and overwhelming thought all at the same time. Because that means that we are responsible here for everything. But it also means we are all able to manipulate our own personal realities individually. Now that is a lot of power. You literally create your own world. Your perspective forms your interpretation of this world and all of the things in it and the value you place on things and what things you place that value on determine your path in this life. That is a fact. You head towards what you train your brain to head towards and you accept what you have already decided to accept. Keep in mind, you always win. You are undefeated. Your brain will instinctively protect whatever you hold precious. You will guard those deep beliefs closely, so make sure that you know what they really are. Don't lie to yourself about this. Really analyze your thoughts. Do you believe that you are weak or worthless? If you do, then you will be. Do you believe that you are too poor or overwhelmed to ever become rich? Then you are. If you really believe that, then you never will be rich. Do you think that you are unhealthy and burdened by the physical limits in this life? Then you always will be. These are truths. You will become whatever you think that you are. Your brain is wired to win and it never loses. It's undefeated. You are a winner no matter what you may think of yourself. You always win. It's just that you don't believe. That's why you think you lose. Or you believe yourself to be unworthy or undeserving. You lose faith in your goals, but your lack of faith is why you failed. You gave up and decided, no, I just can't have that, or that just isn't for someone like me. You lied to yourself. You chose safety. You quit. But if instead you imagine a life for yourself that you actually do want, you know, the one that you dream about, then that life is already yours and it is possible for you to have it. That's why God placed it in your imagination so that you would go out and create it for yourself because you can. Every single story that you have ever heard of great success in this life is told by someone who had a vision and a goal and stayed on a path towards it until they achieved it. Every single one. You fail when you stop and that is a fact. You convince yourself that you can't do it. 
Tell the truth to yourself right now and you'll see that I ain't lying to you. You are able to do it and you are worthy of it as well. Place your value where it really belongs and start with your own self-worth. I don't care what lies that you've told yourself. Take all of that to God and give it to Him right now. Go to Him right now. Don't even worry about the details or faults. Just lay it all down at God's feet and tell Him that you cannot do this on your own. Ask Him for His help and He will give it to you. He wants to give it to you. Just ask Him to. Give all of your concerns to God. Your worries, your stresses and fears, all of it. And then accept the abundance that awaits you that you do deserve and that will come to you if you believe and have faith that God will provide it for you. Stay on your path, live in faith and push forward and God will clear the way. Now it may not happen when you want it to, but if you stay on the path, it will be there. But if you wander off your path because of doubts or worries, then you will get lost and you will never arrive at your destination. So don't do that. If you catch yourself doubting yourself, beat that emotion down. Don't empower it. It's just an emotion. You have to have faith and believe that God will provide for you because He will. This world answers to our will through the power of God. That is a fact, plain and simple. Know your worth and never ever keep yourself from the life that you do deserve and can have because you value your obstacles over your desires. Don't do that. Always reach for your goals. Always think big. Ask for big things in your prayers. God does big things. Ask for big things and you will receive them. You deserve them. Know your worth. Know that you are worthy and live in faith that the better life that you dream about is possible for you. You can have it. It's already yours. If you're imagining it, if you can see it, if you're craving it, and you can picture it in your mind, you can make it real. So stop telling yourself no. Let yourself be happy. Find happiness. Seek out happiness. Look for it. Stop focusing on the negative. Those are lies. They are trying to defeat you and convince you that you deserve less in this life. It is not true. So know your worth, love yourself, and move forward towards what you really do want in this life. Go get the life that you want because it is yours. Now I felt that we should end this talk with a prayer. And I found a really good one that I thought would fit really well here. So let's pray together to end our talk on self-worth. Dear God, Please speak loudly to me and reveal all the self-imposed limiting images in my mind. Replace them with pictures that glorify you and accurately represent my true potential. Upgrade my opinion of myself and my vision for the future so that I never feel the need to protect and preserve my past. Show me how to be a faithful steward of my one and only opportunity to magnify the greatness that you have placed within me and to show your presence in my life to others. Lead me away from complacency and any temptation to settle for less than what you know is my absolute best. As I accept and experience your grace and mercy, help me to grasp the depth and perfection of your love as demonstrated by the sacrifice of your only Son. Restore me this day and make me whole and complete. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Hey, let me talk to you for a second. Do you love sweet-looking, clever t-shirts that start up conversations? Do you love stickers? Stickers. When you drink your coffee, do you use a mug? Do you love these shows and want to do all that you can to help support them? Well, I have the answer to all of your needs at the Sean Yankee Show merch store. Our merchandise store is a great way to support our shows and get our message out there. Buy yourself a hundred stickers and place them in random places. Give everyone you know the Sean Yankee Show merchandise for Christmas. Stock your wardrobe with our shirt collection in every color. Support our show. Visit the merch store today. I was muted. All right, guys. That was the video that I made for y'all. And I will have that uploaded to the Rumble channel after the show. When we get done with Babels here in a little while, I will get that uploaded to Rumble. And then... I wanted to give you this link. I'm going to put it so it'll be in YouTube's comments also, but I will add this to the podcast platforms. So the petition to sign so that boys are not allowed to participate in girls sports and compete against females and change in the same locker rooms, etc. You can add your name to that. And then uh, anything else you wanted, any links, let me know. And I'll add those later. If you guys would like some news links, maybe when we cover news stories, but I want you to check out that video when it's up. I'll get it up right after the show. So right after this show, it'll be up, it'll be up for sure by tomorrow, but check tonight. It'll be up there because I want you to be able to see it, but looks like there's some people here on Rumble and uh, YouTube as well. So we are getting ready to start with the second hour of the show here in a little bit. This show is now two hours at least. So we're going to head into prepping with Babos. Here in a little bit, Babels is going to come in. So I want to remind you guys one more time to share this out. Like and share. Get this out everywhere. If you're here on Rumble, hit Rumble. And make sure you remember to subscribe to our Rumble channel. Follow us on Rumble. And check out all of our great videos. And Rumble them shits too. Smash them shits on Rumble for us. I want to build Rumble to a 1,000 subs. That's our next goal. You know, we're goal-oriented. I love goals. That's what I do is I head towards different goals. That's our goal, to build Rumble. We pay for that one. I pay $25 a month so that we have an uncensored platform to go out to, and the show will never get pulled there. You know, that's why I pay their money. That's why I invest in it. So go subscribe to the Rumble channel and Rumble our videos. Rumble 10 of them. Just go through our catalog and Rumble the ones you like. So it'll bring attention to our channel and help us to get out more, and we can build that platform, you know. And learn Rumble. It's cool. And other people are heading over there. You know, Awaken with AP, a lot of bigger names now because it's an alternative to YouTube. And that's exactly what it is. It's YouTube, but it's not fucking censored. So it's a better place for us to go. 
And Samuel is talking about XRP. It is currently on sale. I want to get some too, Sam, but I don't give financial advice. I will tell you that he's not lying to you. And I don't see this not going to at least $5 XRP. It would be ridiculous to me if XRP doesn't hit at least $5 and it's under a dollar right now. They're manipulating the crypto market, Samuel. I think you would agree with that and, and um, give me that one. So what are they doing? How long are they going to do it? You know, the sale is going on right now, though. He's right. If you want diamond hands, I would get you some XRP because it's the one that banks are most likely to use unless they have some dark, devious plan going on with crypto, Sam. And they're going to swoop in with their own crypto and then they're going to overtax and regulate the rest of them to cripple them. And then they'll have their own crypto that they tie to the Microsoft 666 patent, put a chip in you, put your UBI on that. If you don't fall in line, you won't fit in in the smart city. You'll be out prepping with Bezos. So that's what we're going to get ready to start talking about. Because that's where a lot of us are going to be, right? We're not going along with this bullshit. So that's where we're heading. So in just a little bit, we're going to start that. We're going to get into prepping with Bezos. And that's what we're going to do in the second hour of the show tonight. But like I said, share this out. And if you can, please support this show. There are many ways to do so, like the merch. And you'll find them all at the SeanYankeeShow.com under the Support Us tab. But please participate and comment during the Prepping with Babel segment. And I will be including you guys. I will be checking in on Rumble to see what you guys have to say and letting Babels know what you say over there. And then YouTube, as you know, pulls into studio. So I'll be able to banner those. And she'll be able to see them as well. So say anything you want during the Prepping with Babel segment. Ask Babel's questions. Anything you'd like to talk about, too. Because after she gets done with her prepping segment, we're going to hang out for a little while. I want to get back to doing something with Babels. This show, when it first started, the baby version of this show, way, way back, uh, years ago, was with her. And we would just do topics. One of my favorite ones, we talked about the show Sister Wives. She used to like that show. And we would just do that, have discussions. And it was really cool. So I want to get back to that. Prepping with Babels might evolve into just a Babel segment. If I can get her to agree to keep doing this. You know, I love this series. And I really love the Paranormal with Triple P series, which is phenomenal. Last week, we had a new episode of that one. And the next one's going to come up on the 11th of next month. I've already booked him for it. So I'm looking forward to that. And then next week on the show, in the second hour, actually, it's going to be the whole show. I think we just changed it. We had to make some changes because Ty has a gig that night. But Ty is our guest on the 28th of this month. And it's going to be an interview on Ty and just all about Ty. I want to learn about Ty and how Ty became Ty and what Ty does and what Ty likes and you know what makes Ty Ty and in his words. That's what we're going to do is discuss Ty. And I'm going to interview more people coming up. I want I want some people in mind I want to interview. And it's going to be you know done really well with integrity, where we actually get to learn about that person. So that's what's coming up on the show. If you guys are ready, though, Babels is in the house. So let me get my ears on, because I want to get ready. I want to bring Babels in, because this is going to be fun. This is a fun segment. This is where we get to hang out and just enjoy our relationship and you guys. And have fun learning about prepping because we are all fucked. We're going to be in the shit. And I've got to get Babel's that shirt made. She wants that shirt, the in the shit shirt. That's her new merch line that I got to work on. So I got that in mind and a couple other shirts I'm going to design for you guys. But if you guys are ready, it is time for another installment of Prepping with Babel's. 
Hey, Babels. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. How are things going downstairs in my old studio? It's going good. That's what Babels is in the bedroom. Absolutely. I have the office. You the office, Babels? I can't hear you. Yeah. You can't hear me? I can now. Oh, I'll get closer to the microphone. You see the office, Babels? How, on camera, how it looks? I see it. See the new curtain in the door? It looks really good. You can't see out the door anymore. <laughs> it's nice, right? But Babels has a nice little TV room. We got to get her furniture situation straightened out and paint for her. But that's where she's rocking for the show tonight. I got to get you a microphone in there. Why? You can't hear me? I hear you real good, but a microphone would be nice. We can get you the old Darth Tater mic. Shit. Yeah. Come on. We'll get you a nice mic. A wireless really mic like Garth Brooks used to wear. I don't really need one. You do. I want to do a show with you. I want to keep doing this series. I hope you'll keep doing it. Right. But you can I still hear me. It. I can hear you. Great. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Well, I know you had a lot planned to get into with your segment tonight. So I want you to start with that. So what did you want to talk about with the Prepping with Babel segment tonight? They're just your regular basic like um, prepping tips that you might forget about, you know, yeah. just a little checklist thing is mostly what it is. Right on. That's what we're doing tonight. Sweet. Well, what um, do you want to start with? To start off, um, you want to start living below your means. Um, right now? Right now. And um, look for ways to lower your monthly bills until you have money left over for your prepping. Just buy a little at a time, you know, that you need. That way you have money now or saved up. Just buy, squirrel away a couple of things at a time. You ain't got to do nothing gung-ho, you know. Just do stuff, you know, lower your monthly bills or try to. Just where you have like 5 or $10 left over that you can just splurge on something. Well, what do you think about like crypto? You know, I play with that, like Samuel was talking about. You think that's a smart bet for saving? No. 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 What would you do? Like save it under your mattress? Like cash money? Well, if everything goes to shit like it's supposed to, you're mostly going to be trading. You're not Right, so what are you going to barter? What are you going to have to barter? I mean, you got different things that you can barter. You can barter what jobs that you know how to do. Let's say that you're a dentist or a doctor or a cook or anything like that. There's ways to barter. I mean, just like you could, um, let's see... If you raise chickens or cows or whatever, you can barter with eggs and milk. I mean, barter with anything, really. Because right. I mean, once all that's all gone, let's say, you know, if it is the end of times and, you know, we are totally knee-deep in shit, then we're not going to have money. We're not going to have crypto. You know, you're going to have to barter. That's what you I know, think. someone that used to come a lot used to talk about having little bottles of liquor to barter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you, you know think that would be good? Moonshine, if you can make moonshine, then that's another thing. Because that's the same dang thing as alcohol. I mean, it's a way to disinfect. Yeah. Right. And people like to drink. You know, even animals will knock their head against rocks and stuff to make themselves intoxicated. What? Or dolphins will attack puffer fish to get high. I know, I know dolphins do, but I don't know yeah. anything about All kinds of animals do it. Snake, snakes will beat their heads on a rock. Hmm. Yeah, animals like to be that. altered. 
never heard that before. Oh, it's true. And animals mm. love cannabis. Well, I know they like cannabis, for Christ's mm -hmm. sake. Deers and rabbits love it. Well, yeah. They know all about God's gift. What did you think yeah. of the show tonight? Did you get to see it? I absolutely loved it. It was wonderful. Which part did you like, the news or the motivation? I really liked the motivation. It was a good one, wasn't it? You know I struggled with that one. Yes. I mean, we, we he's already figured this out, let's say, at the beginning of the week. He's already figured out what he was going to do. But he waits and procrastinates because it was so hard for him to do. And he did a wonderful job on it. You liked it? Absolutely wonderful, yes. I it's really hard for it. me. I, I struggle with self-worth. Yeah, I know. But I don't have a lot of, you know, self self-confidence as much as I tend to give off that I do. I actually put put on a stronger persona. Yeah, you, you know, you know that's true. Yeah. I'm kind of fragile. Yes, you are very fragile when it comes yeah. to emotion. But yeah, that was awesome motivation tonight. It's one of those things you could, you know, copy your save and listen to it over and over again. Well, I know. like that I put more emphasis on God. I, that was one of my favorite things that you did. I know that some people might be turned off by that, though. Wow. I just can't. I'm doing my motivation. So how can I be honest if I'm not talking about what I use? And I lean on God. So that's what I've if done. If people leaned on God, it'd be a better place. So what I told you is what I do. But like with anything else, I'm just giving you my opinion. I'm not judging you if you don't agree with that. But it's what I've come to believe is true based on evidence. So I would love to talk to you about it if you disagree, because right. if you're caught up on what man has done, I think you're getting lost and you're losing what's real. And it's not God that you're mad at. It's men. Yep. That's so exactly right. I think maybe it's just labels, you know, that really you have a problem with. And I just don't want to lose people. That's my only concern. I just have to be honest about what I'm using. Well, and that's what I've done. I've just given it to God. What'd you right. say? I said, if you lose people, they weren't meant to be there in the first place. Well, I'm glad you like that. I'm going to have that up on Rumble later. You think that's one you would watch? Yeah, I would definitely yeah. watch that one. I was going to get them all over there, but you know what I did? I did it again. I deleted all my fucking videos again. I know you told me. I know. I was cleaning the computer, and I'm a dumbass. And I had a whole folder called Show Stuff that I was going to download to my little stick. And I deleted the whole fucking folder. And then I went and deleted the recycle bin. Because I was like, what was 642 files? So I went over the recycle bin to look and see what it was. I couldn't find it, so I deleted the recycle bin. So I'm like, well, I had to do that anyway. Now it's fucking gone. All my videos, just gone. So that, they still exist. They still exist on YouTube. I can get a lot of them back and then rumble. Yeah. And Gab. Some of them are on Gab TV. Well, most of them are all on Rumble, world. aren't they? I need to do more Gab TV. What? All of our new videos are on Rumble, and that one will be on Rumble. So they're not gonna. They're not gone anywhere. No, they didn't go anywhere. No, they're still there. They still exactly. live on. That's not a big deal. They live on and on and on. Exactly. I don't know why you can't hear me good when I back away from the mic. You can't hear me I right now? I can hear you fine now. I couldn't hear you a while ago. It sounded okay. really Okay. Okay. Well, I, I was going to say, because before I put it in like a stereo thing, and I realized that that doesn't work for this. It right. would if you had a mic, but it doesn't because you don't. It works during morning yank, but not for you. It wouldn't work. Because right. my mic would overpower yours. Exactly. 
But anyways, what, what else did you want to talk about? So you don't agree crypto is the way to go or money, cash money, because I was going to say that would be worthless, too. Because, you know, those, there's videos of uh, Lithuania, I believe, where their dollar crashed to zero and people had wheelbarrows full of money trying to buy a loaf of bread. And it right. was worthless. It's just worthless paper. And that's what your cash money will turn into. Um, do you think I'm right, though, that the government is manipulating crypto? Because isn't it weird that I bought XRP at like $1.56 and now it's like 74 cents? Oh, yeah. It should be going the other way. It should be, yeah. But they're going to manipulate it to make it less i am gonna buy more mm -hmm. i do plan on getting it back up because i sold some but i plan on getting it back up right i wasn't happy to sell any i had to <coughs> but eventually you know if it does happen and the world happens and that's not gonna money's be gonna be worthless i agree with you because how the fuck would i cash out my crypto <laughs> you're not you're gonna be how am i gonna go get my my xrp if they kick in the fucking door at 3 a.m. and let's say we make it out of that, mm -hmm. how in the fuck do I get a hold of my XRP once they cut us off the grid? You're not. You're I mean, not. You're not. Exactly. So, I mean, it's a good Venezuela, investment. $1,600 for a loaf of bread. Right. I mean, it is a good investment now. I mean, for like your XRP and stuff like that, because once the lawsuit's over, like, like Sam says, there's, you know, it's going to go up. I mean, we I all know it will. That. I said I don't imagine it not going at least to five dollars yeah. a share. It'll still go up. I'm sure Sam will stay higher because it's it's projected to go higher. Right. It yeah. actually is already projected to be higher. Right. They don't understand what the fuck's going on. They've started calling the stock market a kangaroo market because they don't make they can't make sense of it because it's being fucking manipulated. Right. So okay. it acts like a kangaroo now. Yeah. It, it used to be bear and bull. Yeah, but now it gets manipulated that way, you know. We don't get too rich and then it all drops and they got know, so mad when the little guys were getting away. some money with mm -hmm. doge doge pissed them off right and then they threw elon musk on saturday Night live to side sidetrack that shit. and instead of plugging it i remember that night i had doge and i'm like the richest man in the world is going to plug doge tonight and instead of plugging doge he shed on doge and doge dropped instead and all the whales knew to fucking get out before that weekend update segment. I guarantee you, Elon Musk is a piece of shit. Right. He is. And he's fake as fuck. He, he masquerades around like he's Nikolai Tesla. He's a fake character. Sam's waiting on a thousand each. I hope so, man. I still have some. I didn't sell it all, but I had to sell some. I didn't right. want to. We had plenty in there. It's all right. And like, I know. I still have. Back. I still have some. I it's bought some, cheap. Sam. Don't worry about me, man. I got some. But like she's saying, when the shit hits the fan, which for me, because I can't stop opening my big fat mouth, it's definitely gonna. And when it finally does, that crypto's not going to help me. No. They'll cut my fucking bank accounts off. I don't have to get their little chip. Their patent six six six. You, you laughed. You don't believe in that? No. Well, what do you think they're going to do? What do you think they're going to put the cattle on? How are they going to get their money? How are they are going to get their UBI? They're not going to have fucking jobs. Oh, there's... I don't know, but I don't think that's going to happen. What? What's not going to happen? A chip to buy everything with. So, you don't think, for instance, that's what the mark is? No. The mark of the beast? No. You know, I heard it theorized that we already have the mark, that the mark is actually money. 
Does anybody really know what the mark is? No. No, actually, in metaphors and Bible metaphors, I've heard it said that the mark is already in us all because in the, in the head would be in your thoughts and in the hand would be in your actions. So if the devil is in your thoughts and actions, you have the mark. Right. I've heard it theorized that way. I don't know who's right. I think I could really understand that more and I will a chip. Yeah, I do too. I don't think it's an actual chip, but you know Microsoft has a patent for a fucking chip. Patent 606060. I'm serious. It's real. I made a video on it. I know, and I know other countries have it and they're doing a prototype now, but it's it's not going to work. There's too many people that would be totally against it. It's just not It's not going to be ideal. It won't no, happen. I agree, and I hope so. I hope people would rise up and fight back. But do you think that they would? What? Fight back and rise up. It comes up to that, I'm pretty sure they would. You think? Yeah. I mean, they'll barely go to school board meetings to stop their kids from wearing masks and getting vaccines. Right. You That's know, true. How active will they get? These don't tread on me, folks. Don't really fight back much. Depends on what it's, what it's about. A lot of them well, think that they're they're um, protected by the amendments, really. That's where they hide behind. They think that they will be... They're going to find out they're really, wrong. You know, protected by the amendments until it comes down to where they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, That's so what, what do you think, then? What's your next tip? So, not money, barter, bartering, things to barter. barter. Absolutely. And what's your next tip? Um, and um, don't blow all your money with like the first of the month prepared, you know. So living below means, your means and saving. Yeah, yeah. You know, but what are you saving? Stuff. How are you saving? Are you you buying things to barter with? You buy you said you money's going to be worthless, so you wouldn't want to save right. the money because like I joked to, about under your mattress. First, you need to get your basic stuff first. I mean, just basic things that you need. You know, like you could, if you're going to do food, whatever, get like Make sure it's something that your family is going to eat. Don't go to the store and see like a case of freaking spinach that is like really cheap. And no damn well your family don't eat it besides you. So there ain't really no need to get in a whole case of freaking spinach. You know, get right. stuff that they'll eat. But um, let's see. And prepping, you know, it's done, it's done slow and steady. Often there's like um, survival items that you see and you think that you need right now. If you just wait and be patient... I'm sure something cheaper and better will come up. You know, just do it slow and steady. It ain't like it's the end of the world tomorrow. And if it is, then, you know, well, you know, you're SOL. But, and uh, right. you want to store plenty of water. Water is technically more uh, important than food. And you're going to go through it crazy. I mean, you use water for everything. So, you know, make sure you save up on water. And it's like in barrels. Or stuff like that, you know, in your basement or your or your garage or whatever. Collect it, you know, collect your own, you know, and collapse bottles or whatever. But you don't want to do it in milk jugs because if you don't get it completely cleaned out of milk jugs, then you're going to have bacteria growing in your water. It's going to become useless, you know. So don't use water bottles or milk milk jugs. For because, saving water? Yeah, saving water. Don't use milk jugs, you know, that was used. Once for you want milk. to use particular containers for saving water. Yeah, you can use you can use pretty much anything, but just food don't, grade, huh? Food grade. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to yeah. use milk jugs because there might be some milk left in there that you didn't get cleaned out all the way, and then there goes your water you saved. Right, you know? it's ruined. Yeah, I get you. So, like, what's the best thing to store water in? Um, if you're gonna go big, I'd say barrels 
or collapsible jugs. But you want a certain kind of barrel, right? Right. I'm not sure some what it's food called. Grade. I know what you're talking about. It's like yeah. lined with a coating for good. food. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The water won't deteriorate it. Mm -hmm. And you keep it stored in, you know, something dark like a garage or basement. You keep it fresh. You don't want it to get nasty or anything like that or something crawl up in it. Right. Um, let's see. And you want to store more than just canned food. You need to have a variety of canned, dried, and freeze-dried foods in order to diversify your diet. Because you just do okay. canned goods all the time, then you're going to have a lot of sodium. You know, you're going to have these swelling or high blood pressure, stuff like that. But you want to you want to diversify your, your diet. You want to change it up. It's something that you can use. You know, just check into things. Right. That's all I'm saying. It's just, it's just... So grow things you could eat? Is that what you're saying there? You like can, ma well, maintain a diet that you can maintain? Right. Things that you can... I mean, you can get stuff that... That's like these hand goods. I mean, if you see something good that you know all your family's gonna eat, then you know, by all means it's cheap, buy it up. You know, ramen noodles, anything dry packaged or anything like that, you can start, you know, because those things are usually cheap and they usually go on sale quite often, you know, like those broccoli and noodle stuff that you get in the packages or whatever that's dry. You can right. pack up tons of those, you know, power bars, anything that's you know, storage like that. That's good. That won't go bad, you know. Right. You can do you can do your gardening like you know and preserving, you know, like jarring or canning or, or anything like that. You can do that also. Um, and when you do that, you want to make sure you have like sturdy shelves. You don't want to get like the particle board shelves. That's not going to hold anything. You know, you want like the wired shelving that you have like at a restaurant style. Oh right. Yeah wire racks or yeah yeah or you could you know you can build your own as long as it's you know wood and not particle and you i know, bet it's important good. to learn good food safety right and then i mean yeah. you know those flimsy particle board shelves can be inexpensive but they won't they won't hold up no matter what you do no and then when you start putting like you know flour or dried beans on those shelves they're just gonna bust you know they're gonna right. break so make sure you have good shelving or Anything like that. And you don't want to put all your prepping like in one place. Um, you never know when disaster is going to, you know, strike. Your entire food storage could be wiped out in the blink of an eye. So, you know, depending on where it's at, you know, you could be wiped out completely and won't have nothing else. And um, place some caches around the area where you're going to live. You know, different little hidey holes. You know, mm -hmm. just store some stuff here and there. And, um... And keep a bug out bag in every vehicle and if possible keep some supplies at your bug out location like where you're gonna go mm -hmm. you know so you want to make sure you have those things on hand and just like i said you know just get small things here and there that's not going to be very expensive you know to start you know creating your bug out bag or anything like that that you need just get those yeah you don't. You want to make sure that you don't um, forget about your hygiene and sanitation. You know, you want to stock up on your paper products, but you know, paper products are going to come obsolete anyway. You know, if it's really in the ship, and you're not going to have that very often. Well, you're not going to be able to carry that heavy bug out bag. Right. I'm not that strong, Mabel. Uh uh. No, that's not in a bug I'll out. I'll get tired. We'll have to set some of those down. You know, yeah. the boys aren't going to carry that for that long either. <laughs> yeah. I remember the bug out episode. That's a heavy ass bag. 
That is going to be a heavy bag. Just for the shit you need. And yours, your bag was only what you would need. Right. Only stuff that you will need. Like your other stuff should already be, you know, in your location where you're going to be at or where you're at now. So that you can go back and get it, you know, like your storage and stuff like that. But you want to make sure you stock up on soap also. You know, right. one I want to stay clean. I'm going to have my, my Dr. Squatch. Oh, <laughs> Paul's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not going to really be realistic. Man, I'm getting my birchwood breeze. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to smell like, great. Like, if that shit really happens, we'll go to the Squatch headquarters and I'll steal enough Squatch. Where's that at? I'll carry a bag of Squatch. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. We're ass kickers. Yeah. But we'll that's one, you know, squatch. if you know how to make homemade soap and stuff like that, that's another good thing to barter with. Or if you make homemade breads or anything like that, you can barter I with like bread. Stuff. And soap is a soap will be one of those things. You know, it's going to be high, high grade, you know. Oh, yeah. Soap, high grade. Mm -hmm. I like high grade soap. Right. That's, that's one way squatch. that you're going to be able to barter with. But yeah, you I'll barter squatch. <laughs> I got my fucking in now. I mean, because, you know, you got to keep yourself clean. You know, oh, yeah. you got a wound you have to clean, you know? Oh, yeah. You wipe it up with squatch. If you're really in the shit, you're not going to have hospitals or anything like that. You, you know don't need squatch when you're in the shit. You, you can die from an infection, itself. you know? Yeah. So you got to birchwood breeze that shit up. <laughs> you're going to want to smell nice. You go back to your tent. You want your lady to want to rub up on you. You want to smell like cool, fresh aloe. Come yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I can barter. I'm going to have us being rich in the shit, Babels. Have truckloads of freaking People will do crazy shit for my Squatch. <laughs> yeah, but that is true, Joni. There is plants that you can use for the soap. I mean, there's there tons of stuff you can use out there. You can wood. make soap out of plants? That is, um, no, not usually. I mean, you can use them as a soap, but usually it's made out of wine and stuff like that. And you know, you know, fats, which you used of, but hmm. they're made with perfumes that add perfume or moisture, is usually what the plants are for. But I don't know, but make sure you don't like if you're going, if you're doing your prepping and stuff like that, make sure that you know that if you have special needs of some people, you know, that needs you no know, insulin or oxygen, glasses, medication, make sure you. Pack that stuff or don't forget that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's good advice. You know, because if you, you know, you don't have your insulin, I mean, pretty much there's not going to be no insulin left. I mean, you're going to have to figure something out. Well, we're going to bust into pharmacies and shit and get shit we need. Right. <laughs> I am. You know they're going to lock that shit down, right? It'll be done quick, yeah. No, you know they are. Oh, yeah. The medicine will be kept for those that fall in line. We'll have to go get it. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to go get it. Man. Tear them up. It's going to be crazy in this shit. <laughs> yes, it is. It you don't is. want to forget about your pets either. Like, if you got no. pets. Mama's coming got, with. If you got pets, that bitch barks too much. We you need to too much. You're, the, the Bama barks. Like, yeah, like, so. you told me, like you told me a while ago that they'll get Bama because she's barking outside. She was right? just put outside. She barks nonstop. 
Like she likes to bark. She's got to talk to the other dogs. She's holding yeah. meetings, dog meetings. No, but if you're in the shit that dogs are going to cause you to kill you, somebody kill you. No, no, in the shit, yeah. Bama would be cool. No, she wouldn't. She knows when to be cool. Dumb dog. I've seen her be cool. When? When she's she up runs, here, she's cool. Okay, no sooner you take her outside and you look, look at your phone, that bitch <laughs> takes off. Yeah, I know. She plays off. me for a fool every time. Every time because we're Babels is the alpha. Yes, absolutely. She don't run off on me. I can leave her off at Shane. She does not bullshit around Babels, but around me, she does whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She'll pee on a bed right in front of me. Yeah, but not me. Mm-mm. She get that ass whooped. No, she won't do nothing in front of Babel. She'll if she jumps on the bed because she sees me and she's excited and she sees Babel, she'll immediately get back down. She don't even have to be told to get down. She yeah. sees her, she already fucking knows. Because me, she'll jump up on that bed, roll around in the blankets. She rubs her butt on it. Babels wouldn't want to know what happens. Yeah. When no. Babel, when Bama climbs on the bed with me, because she gets her set in the blankets too. She gets all in there and rubs around. Yeah, I don't want to. Like she gets that. comfortable. Babels like would be pissed. That. Yeah, I don't like You're kind of mad hearing it right now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since she's snuggled up on the bed, but she does. She'll like put her back on the bed and blankets and rub around. Oh, she gets comfy. Yeah, I know she does. Yeah, with me, she does. Not with Babels. Because Babels no. is the alpha in our house, and dogs respect I the totally, alpha. I totally am. She is. <laughs> she is. And by far. And I'm not even close to being the alpha. No. You're and when we're in the shit, she's going to be the one in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that. That's why she does our prepping segment. Because I'm fucked without her. You pretty much are. I know I am. I was telling the truth. Yeah, and you want to make sure you're not the only prepper in the house. You know, you want to include your family and help you know, do the prepping and get things, you know, going. And make sure they're knowledgeable about prepping, stuff like that. Because, you know, if you're not there, they got to know what to do pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you so know. who else are we going to teach? You going to teach me some of these tricks? You going to trust me with this knowledge? Probably not. No? No. I thought I was running in the kitchen. I don't think you'll last long. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean I won't last long? You think they're going to get me when they kick in our door at 3 a.m.? <laughs> Probably. No you think need. I'll make it past that? What? Do you the think door that would even happen? Do you believe that's real? No. That I won't think happen. our door gets kicked in at 3 a.m. one day. I don't think so. Why? You don't think I'm important no. enough? No. Good what do you mean? I'm the type of person that would get online and tell everybody what's going on. I'm a voice that you would want to silence. You don't think they would want to silence me? They killed Will Cooper. He wasn't enough. nobody to them. No, he had a radio was, show online. Hey, if that was really going to happen, don't you think the smarter thing that they would probably do is cut all internet access? Before that well, happens, Mavis, you know, I've been told before that's impossible. That's not impossible. I know it ain't. It's not impossible. They shut us down. Unless you have a ham sure. radio. Let's say if anybody's oh, yeah. got a CB radio or a be ham like Bill radio, Cooper, then you'd be all right. You're good to go then because you got a CB radio. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. you got people, connections. Yeah, they shut Bill Cooper down in his front yard, home. though, for telling people huh? about 9 11. I said they killed Bill Cooper in his front yard for telling people about 9 11. And Osama bin Laden and calling out that bullshit. They said he had a John Wick shootout in his front yard. Man had one leg. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't they come get me? I don't know. Man, it's a Sean Yankee show. Most dangerous show on the internet. You're probably right. 
we got a yellow uh, red tag on our mailbox for sure <laughs> i think yeah. red is the one that's getting the doors kicked in you probably so <laughs> i'm telling you they're gonna shut us up because they don't want the rest to fall in line and we're troublemakers they're already trying to make us out to be terrorists they can throw us in gitmo with no charges well you're the one that's got a big yapper yeah, Lee's right. I might be protected because you put me in the hospital. I got that behavioral health record now. I'm crazy on the books. <laughs> so y'all shouldn't even be listening to my ass. Yeah, he's got proof. I'm a crazy person. <laughs> it's documented. So I don't know why you even watch this <laughs> nonsense that you would listen Let to me. Let it go by. Yeah, oh, my God. And, and, you know, one of the things is you don't tell everybody about your prepping, Sean. Uh, <laughs> why? I got to tell people about it on the show. <laughs> we're telling everybody right now because you don't want to advertise it you know because right. you know if something goes down they're coming to your door and you can't help everybody you know no i can't help y'all so keep your plans y'all on your own when they kick in my door you know that right keep your plans only with your family and your you know close friends like us here are you going to protect me when we're in the shit well you got to learn to keep your mouth shut then i might i gotta be quiet mm-hmm I'm not going to be able to pass that test. Well, I guess you'll be dying in the streets. Man, in the streets? <laughs> I don't even know if you'll make it out of the street. You'll leave me out in the shits? <laughs> That's crazy. You know, right. you got to try to also stay in shape. Because, you know, if you're going to be running for a while, you're going to be packing your bags, your bug out bags or whatever. You know, you got to be a little bit in shape so you can walk, you know, a good distance with some weight on your back. You know, for all those yeah. people that, you know, like me, like not right now, if shit hit the fan, then, you know, I couldn't be much of a protector. Right. But it's getting better. So it's, you know. You still would beat the fuck out of some people with that cane. Oh, my God. I would beat them to the red meat shows, like, for real. Well, they deserve it. <laughs> you're a badass still. Don't try to lie. I am. Everybody but... knows you're tough. Well, I try to be. You're my hero. And it's like, don't, you know, don't assume that your stockpile of guns and ammo will keep you safe. You want to do um, your best to avoid confrontation. So be quiet. Oh, your guns aren't going to do shit. You know, because if you got stuff and there's a bigger group somewhere else, you got to be quiet, you know, so they don't see. You I don't want to be quiet. Because you're not going to run from a gun bullet. You know what I mean? They're shooting at you. Your gun's not going to save you because you're running. <laughs> You're, my gun would save me things. you're not gonna last long i would have an ar-27 and it would save me you talk too much why i don't talk enough i have important things to say what i have important things to say oh yeah yes and your in your gun's gonna protect you my my ar-27 would mm. no people do believe that though yeah, no. Isn't that sad that their guns would protect them, that they would fight the U.S. military? It's, There's people it's that not, think that. I mean, I don't think it would go very well. It probably wouldn't, but if you have somebody that can make homemade bombs, and um, which there is ways you can learn how to do that on the internet, just let you know. Um, homemade bombs? I have a book on how to make explosives. It's from the yeah. military. If you have, I'm allowed to have it. Yes, if you, if you know how it's to do things book. like that, then you're more of a you know, one of those people that can barter, but pretty much you don't want to barter with that kind of stuff because it will be used on you. So, 
right. you know, you just keep that stuff. Harder with information, like Master Shi, yeah. you think? Like, yeah. I'll just be a badass giving out information from my military book? I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't give that away. That's, you don't do that. <laughs> you know? I'll keep that for us. That'll be in our get it bag. That stays, that stays. Or go back. Because if you give somebody knowledge like that, then you know, hmm. See, Lee's right, though. I can be in charge of parlaying. I'll parlay with everyone. Oh, there you go. I mean, you're good at talking. So oh, fuck yeah. I'll parlay the hell out of them bastards. Yeah. They don't want to parlay with me. Next <laughs> thing they know, I'll parlay them out of all their little bottles of liquor and food. Mm. Yeah. You meant. They'll be left holding a bunch of doubts and regrets. Right, exactly. Yeah. And you want to make sure you know how to get back home. Like if disaster strikes, pretty much uh, nine out of ten, you're not going to be at home if something happens. No, we're going to be out. You're going to be at the store. You're going to be at work. You know, you got to learn how, you know, where you're going to go or how you're going to get home from that destination. And if there's, you're going to meet up at home or you're going to meet up at a spot, you know, somewhere where you know where that's at and how to get home from your destination where you're at. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, don't make assumptions of what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. You have to have a plan A and a plan B. And every prepper needs to have a backup plan for the backup plan. You know, you're going to have to backup plan if something happens. So always remember you got to have a plan A and a plan B and then a plan for your plans. You know, so. That's good advice. That's, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to, you know, and if you have your bug out bag or any kind of equipment that you're going to take with you, make sure you test it yourself. Like if you get it brand new, you know, has anybody ever bought something brand brand new that's never worked make sure you check it before you put it in your bag or put it you know on the shelf where you're going to use it especially right yeah you don't want to find out it doesn't work when it goes time to use it yeah like i shoot my ar-27 all the time yeah so i can make sure i'm ready when shit pops off (laughs) exactly yeah because i'm not to be fucked with no exactly you're not supposed to be no you know and um, take ba- baby steps in doing your, you know, your prepping stuff. You don't have you to got a baby stand, stand, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get everything right now. And be quiet about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell people. Don't tell me. That's why babies don't tell me shit. You can't tell you nothing. No, I know it. You know. You got a big mouth. You know, the end of the world isn't tomorrow. Yes, technically it could be, but odds are it isn't. And if you always think that way, you're liable to panic and make bad decisions when it really does happen, you know? So be prepared, but enjoy life as it is right now, what life has to offer right now, and stop being so panicky about things and worried about everything right now, because you can't affect it. It happens, it happens, you know? Absolutely. You know, don't become so focused on prepping for doomsday that you forget to enjoy life, you know, enjoy you know, what's happening in the moment right now. That's what I think. That's what you I was know? talking about in the video. Exactly. I thought it was kind of ironic that I had that down and you had said it on, on your video. I was like, well, it's that? weird how God works mm-hmm. in mysterious ways. Exactly. You'll you know, never I, know. I, I don't have a lot of things, you know. That's are, you do, are you done with your tips yeah. for the night? I think so. That's what I had down. Yeah. I thought what it was else do you want to talk about? We got more time to hang out. You know, exactly. I liked your segment, by the way. Thanks. That was very good prepping advice. It was. 
but I was like, I should have got more stuff because. Well, did. you I had plenty of stuff. When it was. You've you've done a lot of good ones. You've done things on knots to use and how to store food and can and you go bag, all kinds of what to do's in the shit. But I want you to feel free to do anything on these. Like you can do books with Babels if you want. I know you like books. I do. I do. I'm or a, movies with Babels. You like movies. I am a big reader. But we don't like the same kind of movies, do we? No, no. You like that slapstick comedy shit that I hate that stuff. Like it's so I like it's called satire. It's called stupid comedy to me. No, it's called satire. No, no, it's satire. No. It's brilliant. I am like, not. Don't look up. You hated that. You didn't even I finish did it. I did not like that. You didn't even that, finish if you, it. If, okay. If any of you guys have watched it, please comment if you like that movie or not. Because honestly, I did not like it. Did not. I like the prayer at the end. That's pretty much where it went. That prayer was beautiful. For me, that was a beautiful prayer. Absolutely. If you just want to, you know, if you didn't like the movie, oh my God. whatever, whatnot. But that prayer was amazing at the end. But I didn't like it because it was kind of slapsticky. You know, it's satire. I didn't like it. I don't care what you call it. It's you know, not, that's what would happen, right? Yeah, but I know you don't was, think that's like what would that. happen. You think the media would honestly cover that? That it the rich people would own up to cover it. it government would own up to it. I just, I just didn't like it. That's all. You didn't like it. I know you left the room. You took a bath. <laughs> I finished it and I was in tears. Yeah. I mean, at the end, it's going to make you cry. But I just didn't, I didn't like it. I mean, sorry, not sorry. Well, I don't have to be sorry. I don't like a lot of the movies you like. I've never finished a Harry Pooter. Yeah, you know, what is wrong with you? Mabel's loves who, the Pooter. Who has not watched Harry Potter with their children? Like, seriously, that's back in the day. Who hasn't watched that with their kids? I've watched Me? every single one. I've well, never watched the Pooter. It's because I don't you're, not normal. you're not I know normal. about Gryffindorf and all that because of you. Yeah, but you're just not normal. I, I mean, am normal. You're awesome. not. You're not. I haven't seen all three Matrix either. Yeah, not, it's it's not that good. And I'm the guy who did the brilliant breakdown of those movies. I never really liked the Matrix. I broke them down to a grain of sand. You did. We are all cypher. Deal with that shit. Yeah, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of Matrix either. Hey, but. I don't like what it tells us about ourselves. Hmm. We all take a blue pill, Babels, all the time. Everybody you does. Take thousands of blue pills all day long. Yeah. Man, I love blue pills. I didn't realize it. I found out I do. You like do. I bump cigarettes off you and convince myself that I'm quitting smoking because I don't go out and buy my own cigarettes. You did two yesterday. I take a blue pill all the time. Yeah. That's what those are in that movie. It's choices. Joan ain't never seen Harry Pooter. Well, I ain't the only one that don't like the Pooter. What the hell is going on, Joan? What's she don't like Harry Pooter. Well, her kids were already grown, probably, in that era. I'm just saying, you know, most of them watched Harry Potter. Or have seen most of Harry Potter, not someone that has. What's your favorite part of Harry Potter? Um, What's your favorite thing book about or it? movie? Which is better first, book or movie? The book by far. Always, always, always. What's your but favorite like part the, of the movies? Um, let's see. My favorite part. 
16 is when Hermione, it's when Hermione and Harry go back in time to say Hermione and Harry go back in time. Yeah. How do they do that with magic? Yeah. A magic necklace. Really? A magical necklace. Yeah. Is it invented by Nikolai Tesla? Stop it. Come on. Everything is. <laughs> All right. So they make but a magic are, necklace. Go back in time. Books, That's your favorite moment from the movies. What's your favorite thing about the books? They're a lot more detailed. I like books. Always. Movies. The um, book's always better. And I hate it when they don't depict the same thing in a movie as it is like your character wise, you know, because yeah. in the books, it tells you specifically what they look like, what their build is, you know, you can pretty mm -hmm. much imagine what they look like. Oh, yeah. And then when they switch it up and they totally get the friggin', you know, race wrong, like I am so pissed off. I'm so pissed off about this was my gosh, stern um, Stephen King movie. Oh, Dark Tower. Dark Tower. They totally did the push on that. I am they so fucked up Roland, that. the main I'm character. Sorry, in the book. Anybody that's read any of the Dark Tower, you're going to see this man, Roland, is God dang Clint Eastwood. Like yeah. he is Clint Eastwood. Based on Clint Eastwood. Absolutely. I mean, from the spaghetti westerns. Right. And they made him a black man. Yeah. Edger Sarver played him. Sorry, not sorry. You ruined the damn thing. He did a great job, but he's not Roland of Gilead. He's not Roland. Roland of Gilead is a Clint Eastwood type with the Absolutely. fucking sash over him, old school cowboy. Yeah. And you know what would have been good? Because I had it all played out in my mind Griswold how they were going to do this. Like Clint Eastwood. Like Clint Eastwood's son was going to play the younger part of him, and Clint Eastwood was going to play the older part. I had it all played out well, in my mind. Well, Stephen King sold the rights to Ron Howard for $19, which is a number from the books. Right. And that's who was going to fucking play Roland. And it got sidetracked and kicked down like 50 fucking times. It wasn't going to get made. And then they finally make it. And instead of doing seven movies like they were going to do, or three movies in a TV series like they were going to do with Ron Howard, they broke it into one movie and changed Roland's race. Ruined the whole fucking thing. Well, they try to push it all together. I'm sorry that so many damn books. They are ruined so it in many gone. ways, but... I, I wasn't. I they was ready to accept two books the black at a time. Like most of the time, they could have did two books at a time and made they it. Were a series of book. movies. They were supposed to do a book, a TV show that would go in between the movies, another movie, TV show, movie. That was how it was supposed to go with Ron Howard. And then he sold it to J.J. Abrams. Or no, maybe I got it backwards. Maybe it was J.J. Abrams first. And then they sell it, and another company takes it on. Another company takes it on. By the time it gets made. Roland is black, and it's one movie, and it's garbage. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, how it happened. Man, I'm, I'm just. I followed it the whole time on his website. I was so excited for that. Because you remember, that's, that's a book series that I read over and over again, and we do. We read it over and over again. Yeah, we read it together to and, each other. You know, it's a good books, but I love those. I am just so mad about that. That's one of the things that pissed me off about that show. I was had so many high hopes. I think that's the problem. You have so much hype for your books that you read because you have them imagined or what they look like. Well, you so don't did even Harry Potter let you down? Or were you Harry happy Potter? with it? No, Harry Potter did a pretty good job. He, he did do a pretty good job. I can't say anything about that. But they did pretty good close to what the book is. But, yeah, my favorite book was the biggest of them all. And that is the last one. You know, that one was really good. But The last Harry Potter? Yeah, I just, I'm just not very, 
My favorite book is The Final Dark Tower. Yeah, that one was good. Was that your second favorite then? Um, I know you love The Dark Tower. The Dark Tower, I like. Is it in your top five, though? Yes, yes, yes. It is? Where mm -hmm. is it at? It's probably number two. I got to say, I'd probably give it a number two. Or no, number three. Number three, sorry. My Dark Tower Brotherhood is number one. What's number two? Harry Potter. Number one is Dark Tower of Brotherhood? Yes. The one you're currently reading, that series? Yes. Oh. Dark Tower Brotherhood. Black After Dagger Brotherhood. Black Dagger. Black, gosh darn, yes. Yeah. Got me messed up. Yeah, Black Dagger Brotherhood is a good one. J.K. Rowling is the uh, author. And uh, there's those. two more books that I haven't even read. I have to get those. But I'm pretty sure they're on Scrib because I am a... I have so Pooter's number two Scrib. and Dark Tower's number three? Yeah. All right. Damn, I didn't know that Dark that Brotherhood one is your favorite. Yes. I learned something about you just now. Absolutely. I don't know anything about the Dark Elves trilogy. I've never what heard of that, that one either. What is Dark Elves? Who's the author of that, Lee? I don't know. I'm not familiar with that one. I am familiar with C.S. Lewis. Samuel said C.S. Lewis in The Line in the Wardrobe. Right. I have no idea who they are. And then Samuel liked Ron Howard on The Andy Griffith Show, but that's the only time he liked him. I'm just saying he was going to do that. He was going to do a movie, TV show on HBO, movie, TV show on HBO, movie. At one point, that was what they were going to do. And then that right. went away. And then it got picked up and lost again and then lost again and lost again. They would announce on the website they're going to make the movie. And then they would say it got canceled. And then they finally made it. But they changed the whole thing, crammed it into one movie, and it was crap. Matthew McConaughey played the villain. And he was, he was awful in it, too. And it was just because the script was shit. Right. They just do it together. No, I'm mostly into fantasy novels. I'm, you know, that's, I don't like nonfiction. I'm not one like that, but I like fantasy, fantasy romance. That's what I, that's what I read. And I do read a lot of books. You I do. do. Well, you love to read. I do. That's one of so my you best. You could do like books too, if you want. You could do books. Like, what do you like about that Black Dagger Brotherhood series, for instance? Um, it's a little, it can be a little risque for the females out there. I think you like the sex in it. There's sex in it. I've heard there's, it. There's really not a lot of sex in there. There is. There's, there's enough that I've heard it. Yeah, there hardly is. hardly am in there for it. There is some in there, but. There's a lot of banging in them books. There is not. There is too. It's mostly like they a talk about their dream. vampire wieners. Hey, shut up. They do the strength of their wieners. I've heard them say it. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You oh like that? God. It's sexy. You're ridiculous. That's why like you there like isn't. It. Okay, I read the books, so no, there isn't you. a lot of that in there. I've there heard is some, um, and you know it can be detailed. You know when they do have it. Oh in yeah, there. yeah. Oh, it's, it's nice. Not, there's not a god awful lot of it at all. Mostly, it's a, like There's a story of you know how, you know, trials and tribulations, love, you know, whatever, whatnot. And it is a fantasy, yeah. you know, it's about vampires and oh yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah. that's what it's I interesting. Like. I've heard a lot of it. I've heard a lot oh. of sex too. Yeah, vampire wieners. <laughs> yes, I have. Come on, I have. Joan likes Little House on the Prairie. Little House? 
Is that a book series? Little House on the Prairie? I didn't know that it was books. Oh, my God. What? I thought it was a TV show with Michael Landon. Little House in the Big Woods, something like that. Hmm. That starts out poorly. Who's your other favorite authors besides um, the one you've already listed? Let's see. Who else I do you like? What other kind of authors? I can't think of their names or the authors. I like Stephen King. I like Mark Twain a lot. Yeah. I like uh, Kurt Vonnegut. He's really hard he's, to read, though. You're more into people, you know. I he's only a lot know of satire, people. though. He's very brilliant. And I like a lot of self-help lately. Right. I like those I'm trying things. to read the Bible, but I'm not that deep. I'm like 170 pages in. I'm I'm listening to Enoch right now. Listening to my version? No. Why? I have a version. Have you read the whole thing? Yeah. No, I didn't finish it, I don't think. Then no, I haven't got yours. I don't I want to start part three still. I better go check. See, I might not be done. Like, I didn't think you did all yours. Hey, I had a lot of balls in the air. You do. I got Revelations done. You listen to my version of Revelations. I haven't read Rumble. Revelations yet. No. You haven't read it. Listen read to my it. version. But I've read Revelations. Before. Yeah, but rock out my version <laughs> and okay. rumble it. Yeah, but no, I'm listening to Enoch right now. Enoch's good. Where are you at in Enoch? Um, probably an hour in, hour or two hours in. You remember what they were talking about? Um, let me what have they talked about so far? Um, I don't remember very beginning of Enoch. What it, what is it? It's mostly the uh, explanation of the universe, right? Right. Like where the angels are kept. And when, the, yeah, that's the ones exactly. that are betrayed yeah, God. And the ones that haven't ascended to heaven or anything. And then like how. The whole part about them uh, bartering the aim the fallen, trying to barter with Enoch, with God, as a mediator, yes. Enoch uh -huh. was was delivering messages to them because they could no longer communicate with right. God. That part, right? Mm -hmm. Have you gotten to the sheep analogies yet? Um, I don't remember. It, it talks a lot about sheep and different, like a goat and all these different things, and it, it lost me at first till I heard a breakdown of words. No, but I don't want to ruin anything. No, I won't taint it. I just want to know if you were that far yet. Hmm. No, I don't think so. Louis Lamour, Lee said, is a is a really good writer. I like him too. That would have been someone I would have listed off. I have some books of his over there on the shelf. I really yeah, like him. Have tons of books, but I'm just like having a brain fart right now of all the ones. There's that a I lot of good authors. Like, and I like uh, some people that it would be considered cheesy, even, you know. But I think Stephen King's very underrated. I've read every one of his books, the classics anyway, not his newer stuff. Right. I like, I do like Stephen King. I, um, I like Nicholas Sparks too. So Nicholas um, Sparks. Yes. I've never read his books. I've seen like the notebook though. It's a good oh movie. Oh my gosh. Oh, he has so The books are so much books. better. Yes. They always are. Yeah. Cause he did Nightmare Dancy. Um, Let's see. Uh, I don't remember what all he's done. Lee said that uh, Dark Elves thing, you would love it. He said it's R.A. Salvador. And it was oh, yes. I've heard of Dragon Lance. Yeah. Yeah, you might like it. There's a Stephen King book that's fantasy based. It's called Eyes of the Dragon. It's so good. Right. It's but fantastic. Yeah, he has. Um, Nicholas Sparks has a lot of books, you know. He's did The Walk to Remember. Yeah. Um, the wish, the best of me. He did Dear John. That was good. Um, 
course, I didn't read that one. I watched the movie of that one. Um, I don't the, remember that movie. The Rescue. I mean, he's got tons and tons of books. And a lot of the books coincide with the other ones. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, like uh, Knights and Rodanthe goes along with... What I've was seen that movie. The Return. That movie had Richard Gere in it. What was it? I don't remember what it was. Wasn't it Richard Gere and Diane Keaton? Two by two. What? Two by what are two. you talking about? In that movie, Knights and Rodan. Yeah. Diane Keaton and Richard Gere, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember that movie. But their books from Does the movie time. ever do it justice with him? Huh? Does his movies do him justice, John Grisham? Not John Nick Grisham. Uh, yes, Nicholas Sparks. did you say? Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, yeah. Why did I say John Grisham? Yeah, I was you. thinking of John Grisham. I like him. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of good books too. A lot of movies made. Exactly. I Dean Koontz is a ripoff of Stephen King, but he's got some decent books too. Oh really? Yeah, he's a hack. But how is it? How is it not PC? What is going on there? I don't know. What do you mean, Little House isn't PC? Little House is about a little house with uh, simple people in it. <laughs> it is. And they did little things. They wore pigtails and they ran through fields. And the little blonde girl was mean. I remember Little House. Don't tell me what about was, Little House. What was the little blonde girl's name? I don't know, but she was a piece of shit. Nellie. She was so mean, that little girl. And her mom was mean. Nellie's mom dirty. was mean. She was the rich lady right at the store. What? Nellie's mom. Yes. Yeah, she was a piece of shit. They owned the store. Oh and they looked God. down on everybody. And Nellie was mean at school. She was. She, I hated her. I always liked it when Laura would make her stoop, look stupid. It was Laura, yeah. right? Yeah. The redheaded girl, the ginger, the one that you remind me of? Yeah, Laura. You remind me of that character. <laughs> who am I on that show to you? If you had to pick a character, who do I remind you of? Is there any character on there? Michael Landon, right? No. Oh, come on. Who? No. Any character? Yeah. Do Mr. I fit on that show at all? Who? You're more of Mr. Edwards. Mr. Edwards? Mm -hmm. Who was Mr. Edwards? <laughs> come on, I've seen Little Prairie, Little House on Prairie. Who was Mr. Edwards? He's the one that always comes over with the beard and the plaid shirt. What does he say? Is he nice? He's Give me right. something I remember him for. Is he not memorable? He is memorable. Who doesn't remember Mr. Edwards? Me? Come on. Help me. What is going on? Was Michael Landon's best buddy? Yes. Oh, okay. So I'm badass. No. What, what's his qualities? <laughs> Let's see. Um, Mr. Edwards can be a badass, but I don't know. He's really he's really charismatic. Oh, yeah, like me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves me. <laughs> You're dork. You love me. I do. I don't know why, but you do. They refer to savages. I don't know. They're talking about, oh, Little House. I guess they call Native Americans savages in the Little House books. So what? Well, Mark Twain says a lot of very bad things about black people. Right. If we're nitpicking. Mm-hmm. If we're nitpicking. I mean, they pulled a lot of good books from school. A lot of them still are at my kid's school, though. Well, you couldn't have Archie Bunker on TV today, neither. Oh, my God. No way. No, fuck no. No. That but you can have What Ass Pussy be Song of the Year. So what kind of world is that? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. 
Like you're worried you can't about have somebody, Archie Bunker on TV, but you can have that. You're worried be about someone here. saying the N word or calling them a stick or something like that. Yeah. You got wet ass pussy on freaking prime radio. time TV. Two strippers grinding each other to that song, song of the year, Grammys. Right. It was on TV. It was an elaborate show. They sixty nine yeah. each other. My first book <laughs> that I read that I really enjoyed was Charlie Brown books. I read every, Charlie Brown. I got a every, calendar on my new office Charlie, wall. I know you do. You picked it out, Charlie Brown. But every book I love Charlie Brown. Every book of Charlie Brown I read, comics were awesome. Because they had them in books. They weren't in comic books. They were like regular books of Charlie Brown. I read every right. single one. I know. I loved Garfield books too. Yeah. I used to love them. That was my shit. And Benji. The little what? golden books. Benji. Oh yeah, Benji. Yeah. My grandma would give me them little golden books. Yeah, I oh, those were great. Those. That was my shit. Oh my god, I love them books. I haven't remembered those in a long time. Man, I remember when they started making Benji movies. And she would take me to the theater to see them. Mm -hmm. I love Benji. Benji was awesome. Shit. Yeah. Call of the Wild is is a very good book too. Call of the Wild is a really good book. Mm -hmm. You're right. It's fantastic. Huckleberry Finn probably is banned now because the N-word Jim. Isn't that that one? Isn't that Huckleberry Finn? Yes. Where he rides down the river with N-word Jim? Yeah. Huck yeah. But Tom Sawyer's not, and mm -mm. it still has N-word in it. Tom has the N-word too, probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mark Twain loved that word, but so does Stephen King. Yeah. I've read every Stephen King book before, like, 1990, and they all have it heavily. He has a racist character in every single book. Absolutely. Oh, he does. Usually they're very hateful. There's some there's some really shocking things in Stephen King books. Yeah, but I still like them. I mean I love Stephen King. People are just too sensitive anymore. Like come first on. off, a lot of his early shit, he was heavily into drugs. He right. says he does not even remember writing Cujo. Right, his desk was full of drugs. A messed up friggin' ass movie. I never read it, but Cujo's I Cujo's an amazing book. I oh, watched scary it. fucking good. Cujo's so good. A lot of Cujo is told from the dog's perspective. Oh, is it? Oh my god. It's mm -hmm. so good. He's a great writer. You think gifted. What he is as a person, I do not vouch for. His art is amazing. Right. And he's very underrated. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't read that one. I watched you know, that one. His agent didn't want him to release Salem's Lot as his second book. After Carrie, yeah, because he was like, you'll get labeled a horror writer. And Stephen King was like, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. Because he's written Green Mile. He wrote Stand By Me. He wrote a lot of things that you would not think Stephen King wrote. There's a ton of stories that you would not attribute to him. And he even had a pen name where he wrote different novels. Yeah, what like was Like artsier stuff. He got outed. Richard Bachman. Yeah, Richard Bachman. The one that got him outed was the last one, Misery. It was a Bachman book. And they accidentally put his name in the liner notes. Right. That's what but he was about to make it as a different author. That book he would have been he's a, got quite popular a few that I haven't even read yet under a different name. You know, he's got more books out that I haven't read. There's a lot of Bachman books that I would love to read with you. There is a book called Roadwork. It's a Bachman book, and it's all about this guy. He get, his wife leaves him. The state takes his property by eminent domain, and they're going to build a road through where his house is. They're going to tear all his memories down, and his wife that had left him and divorced him. 
and he won't give up. And he has a standoff with the state when they come to plow down his house, right. like with guns and shit. It's a great story. It's called, um, fuck, Roadwork. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. It's a Bachman yeah. book. That's my favorite Stephen King books. You've seen mine. It's Red to Tatters. It's that orange one. Right, right. It's in there. Yeah. But I haven't read his most recent ones. Like, you know, if it Another moves. one in there that I would love to read with you is Long Walk. You know, they're talking about making a movie of that one. You remember what that one's about? No. It's a Bachman book, and it's about this marathon that these kids participate. It's a reality. Oh, yeah, story. yeah, yeah. And if you fall below three miles an hour for more than five seconds, they kill you. Yeah. And there's like a hundred boys. And then at the end, there's one boy and you get whatever you want when you win. It's kind of like the Hunger Games. They're going to make a movie out of it. It's called The Long Walk and it's a great book. Huh. No, but that was what Bachman books were like. They were, they were artsy. Dinner was a Bachman book. That movie where the guy's getting dinner with the gypsy curse. It's a great right. book. It was a cheesy movie, but it was a great book. There was something I read today, and I don't even know what it was, but something was removed from a museum today. Some statue. Something, a statue was removed from a museum? Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Why? Because it was offensive? Did it have a wiener in it? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Wiener statues offend me. I don't like them. I like it better when they cover the wiener with a leaf. I'm being serious. I love The Mist. It was so good. The Mist was fucked up, though, the ending. Oh, it was awesome. It was fucked like up. One of those things that you did not ever think that was going to happen. Just like yeah. the happening. If you guys seen the happening, that is messed up too. That movie's good. A lot of people shit on that movie because it's Mother Nature. It was awesome. It's killing though. everybody, but you know Everybody's what? Mother like, Nature is going to. A lot of them, you know, when I was working at the movie shit. gallery, a lot of people couldn't get the concept that it was nature that was killing people. No, no, it went over everybody's head. I remember that shit. We both ran movie galleries. That's where mm -hmm. I met her is the movie gallery we were both store managers yeah but a lot of people it was way over their freaking i think i actually worked at blockbuster at that time though right happening i think that came out <laughs> sorry when i was still at blockbuster right i don't remember i thought the happening no the happening came Maybe out it didn't okay but i know it did go over everybody's head the happening yeah, I couldn't believe it. See, we could do movies, too. We could do whatever we want. Yeah. We could yeah. just bullshit about the news. Did you watch any of the show? Yes, I watched the, the first show. hour. Did you watch the whole thing? Of what? The show, the Sean Yankee show from yes, 7 o'clock on. The, yes. What was your favorite news story? Um, let me see. What did I write down here? Hmm. What was my favorite? I'm curious to hear your favorite news story. You wrote it down. Well, I wrote uh, things down, but just things to talk about, but not of a news story. I don't think you were mm. talking about one, but I don't remember what it was that I wrote. I commented None on. None of the news stuck in your head. You don't like that when I talk about news. I'm not a news fan, though. Well, I bounced a lot of the stories off of her just today, like I always do, and she just gets this glazed overlook when I talk about news. <laughs> I do. I, I like that stuff. Which one was it that I liked? I, liked I don't know. New story, the stand with Selena. Yes, I even shared that on my Facebook. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. I can't that share was like my most favorite one. It's something that was real, you know, that I I see as real. Dude, I stand with Selena. Yeah. Boys should not be allowed to play girls' sports when changing girls' locker rooms. 
Nope. If you have a penis, you are a boy. Doesn't matter if you're in a dress or not. Yeah. I, I respect your right to be who you want to be, but you cannot throw logic out the window. Mm-hmm. You cannot be getting dressed with my 12-year-old daughter in the locker room with your penis. Right. I'm not okay with that. No, no. one should be. No. And it's, I'm you know, sorry. it's People damn, have damn a problem. Say it. Like these bathroom issues that happen, you know, where they think that trans should be able to go in the women's, vice versa, should go in the men's. No, I'm sorry. If you have that problem, just break it down to one bathroom and one person goes in at a time. Dude, have a bathroom for that. Have a crazy bathroom. Have men's, women's, and crazy house. Yeah. And if you go in crazy house, you know what's up. Right. You know, you can even go in a crazy house bathroom looking to start trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy house. You can have that bathroom and you can be nuts in there. Like, men can have wieners and all that. I mean, men can have wieners, of course they do. Uh, women can't. Women can't. Right. And women can have wieners. It's all kinds of wild and crazy house bathroom. Yeah, I'd rather just, you know, stick to one bathroom if you're going to have issues with it. I just say, <laughs> look, that is one of the things that's. From what I understand, you don't have to have the surgery to be considered a woman legally. Right. In, in our current reality. So I just say, if you have the equipment still, you should not be able to undress in front of other people. Absolutely not. It shouldn't be okay. Like that lady at the spa, she identifies as a lady, although she didn't even dress as one, and was naked in front of little girls and justified it as saying she identified as a woman, remember? And the, the spa let her do it. Right. I don't, I don't think that's right. No, it isn't. Sorry. No. But it's not. And that's common fucking sense. Yep. Little girls are going to be confused by that. And why wouldn't they exactly. be? And, you know, and now they're not wanting to genderize your children when they're born. I'm just, you guys are stupid. You're going They're saying that's long. child abuse. This yeah. is insane what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't agree with letting logic go out the window. That's my only problem with it all. I mean, it goes down to biblical times. Either you are a man or a woman. Well, I think we right? are in the days of There ain't no, you know, whatever you want to make yourself. You are exactly male or female. Well, you order a shirt that says there's 150 genders, you have to order it in a male or female cut. That's all I know. The what? You have to order the shirt in either a male or female cut. The shirt might say there's 164 genders, Mm -hmm. but when you go to order it, you're going to have to pick if you want male or female. Body type for your shirt. As someone with a merch store, I can tell you, you order yeah, you either offer female. male cut or female cut. Either they're gonna change that to feminine or masculine. You know, Whatever that's they do. it's stupid. I'm sure they'll change it. They'll probably change it to blue and red. You know, I want a blue cut shirt. Right. That used to be boy. And now red is girl instead of pink. So it's non gender. Or maybe fuchsia. I don't know what color they'll pick. No telling, but it's it'll be something from this coloring coloring box right here. The colors of the world will be from that one. <laughs> politically correct crayons. Yeah, it'll be from the politically correct crayon box. That's mm. where they'll get their color. So it'll be one of these. It'll probably be deep golden. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's the stupid. color they pick. Deep golden. I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Now, it's either you are a boy or you are a girl. It doesn't matter. Well, what I hate that I have to say it because I don't want to. You know, I don't want to. What? Say that. I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to have to be that asshole. And I'm sure Dave Chappelle didn't want to be either to take that stand and say those things. But somebody's got to fucking say it. We're getting insane now. There's guys walking into spas with sex records 
I don't really care. in front of little kids saying they identify as a woman so they can do it. You know, I'll plaster it all over Facebook. I don't care. There's a difference. Saying. You know, I'll say it. I'm not worried. I'm saying about it too. It. I just said I don't like to say it. I don't. No, like I have some friends hard. that are. I have friends that are trans. Me too. That's why I so said that. I don't really care. They know my. my that ain't who the fuck I'm talking about. I'll talk about them too. It what about them though? They're either male or female. I ain't going somewhere. I wasn't going with you. Why? You won't, like, you don't even want to acknowledge that they're female if they want to be acknowledged as a woman? No. No? No. See, I would. I would all the way up until when logic goes out the window. If we're going to say you can wrestle against women. Be, but is it logical to pretend to be a man when you're a female? Is it logical to be called a woman when you're really dude, a man? If you feel like it, I think it is. I'm okay with you being a woman if you identify as a woman. But I'm not okay with you wanting to change in front of girls if you have male equipment or fight girls physically compete against girls right when logic enters and you go no that wouldn't be right that's when i'm against it when it goes to hurt someone else because i don't feel it's my place to judge anyone but does it not hurt society now as children oh it's hurting society really badly then how can you say if it's not hurting someone no, that's why I have to say something now. That's why I said I don't like being in that position. Right, because right now, you know, I mean, they don't know what they are. You know, it's, it's uncomfortable. In some countries, You've been you know, so they, empowered. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. Either you are or you are. Well, at this point, though, who's to blame? The media, I think. And I agenda. think a lot of that is Luciferian I mean, agenda. They took power away from the, the parents, and that's what's done a lot of it. And everybody's worried about being having the backlash because you're one of those people that think it's wrong. I'm sorry, I'll say it. It's wrong. Doesn't mm. matter. You could be a boy in a dress, you know, but you're still a boy, regardless. <laughs> I guess you have to break it down that way. When I really think about it, you're right. You're blunt, but you're right because legally you're going to fall into this shit where women have to compete against men and, and get undressed in front of men. And you know, they're already doing that at the Olympics. And go in the same bathroom as someone with a penis. So like, that's not okay in my book. I can't agree with that. So you're right. When you got to do that, you got to break you know, it down to the basic do, level. Because when it comes to that, you do have, creepers. I wanted to let y'all live your dreams, but she's right. There is creepers, you know, out there that would dress in a woman's dress just to see little girls. I know that guy at the spa, and I'm just like That's what he was you know, doing to protect. You know, if I had a if I had a restaurant, let's say, I'm sorry if you're worried about me being politically correct. You know, know. I'll just put a vagina and a freaking dick on the door. You know, if you got that, you're going in. You know, that's that's exactly where you should yeah. go. Yeah, you don't pick care. the one you have. I don't care if you're a girl in suspenders or. You know, you're all boyed out. It doesn't matter. I'm down with this. You know, I, I don't want to see it on the door, though. I understand that some people aren't like that. And yes, they really think they're they're girls. But I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want like you that, in though. there with my so. baby girls. I you know, get I don't. that, though. And most, in, in the girls' bathroom, you don't have urinals. You know, you have stalls. You know, but there's always that. Yeah, that women's bathroom is much nicer than the men's. There's always that one person that is That's out to fucked get up, by the way. Men love privacy, too. Yeah, exactly. Men's bathrooms are bullshit. 
You got these fucking urinals where you got pissed next to each other. You know at stadiums, they make you pee in a trough? You're just standing elbow to elbow with another dude with your wiener out. That's gross. I wouldn't put up with that shit. That's why I don't go to fucking stadiums. I don't like sports ball anyway. Mm. It's disgusting. That's why there's a line outside the women's bathroom because y'all get to pee with dignity. Mm -mm -mm. They don't think men want dignity. You know that every other urinal is basically useless. Most men know not to stand next to somebody, directly next to somebody while they're peeing. They won't use every other urinal, so it's basically a placeholder. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see why I'm sorry, if I had a bathroom and I made a bathroom, I mean everyone would have a stall. I don't care. Here's why not? I would want to I want to be able to close the door when I pull my wiener out. I don't think that's that unreasonable. Yeah. But, I want I mean, privacy when I pull my pants down. Right. I mean, you have one bathroom in there. There are men's bathrooms with no doors on the stalls. Oh, no. No. Yes. No. At strip clubs, there's almost never a door on the stall. You know why? Drunk guys go in there after they spend all their money and they punch the fucking door. Because we're at? idiots. Strip clubs, there's almost never a door on the bathroom stall. Oh, you must have been to a fancy one. I love strip clubs. When I was single, I went to strip clubs a lot. My buddy Joe's wife was a stripper. <laughs> she was. That's why they got divorced. We went to strip clubs all the time. We would go from one to another. She gave us free passes. I got and almost out. every one of them has no door in the stall. And I asked the bouncers. And it's because of that. Drunk guys go in there and punch the damn doors. That's nuts. And beat up the door. They'll spend all their money in there. I've seen it happen. They'll spend all their money in there, and then they go in and just beat on the door and be like, "Fuck, fuck, beat it!" Because they just blew one hundred fifty dollars on five lap dances. That's crazy. Y'all spend way too much money. Dude, I didn't do that. We were there on free passes. I just liked hanging out there. We'd be there hanging out with the workers. Right. Mm -mm -mm. You know, she worked there. That's simple. I liked it there. That's crazy. It's relaxing. Yeah. Why would you like it there? The, no. There's no rejection there. I liked it. I was not comfortable with women. And there is no rejection at a strip club. If I have a dollar, she is not going to be mean to me. I can guarantee it. And that's why I liked it. I knew she wasn't going home with me, too. I liked the whole thing. I could be nice and friendly with every girl here. And as long as I still had a dollar, they would appreciate me. Hmm. That's why I like strip clubs. I didn't have to flirt. Or I could flirt and I was safe. Because I know she's not really into me. And, you know, I always felt like I had to give her a dollar, though. Mm -hmm. If I flirted with her, I, even walking by, like if I said, you look really pretty, I give her a dollar. But I love strip clubs because it was a chance to go out with my buddy and I could flirt with girls and I have to worry about getting rejected at all. Right. I, that's why I liked them. And we didn't do that. We didn't sit and buy $30 lap dances. We just hang out at the bar, drink like one beer at each place. We had free passes. We would, That particular club she worked for owned five different locations downtown and in East St. Louis. And we would just go from each one. I wouldn't do it today, but I liked it then because I was lonely. Damn. That's honestly why I liked it. There's no rejection. I wasn't a sleazebag neither when I went, though. I'm really nice. You were no Creeper Johnson. I was respectful. No. <laughs> You know, and they'll sit down with you because they make these girls try and hustle you for drinks and stuff. They'll sit down with you and try to get you to buy them a drink. Because uh -huh. when you buy a drink, it's like $3 beer. But when you buy the girl a drink, it's like the $7 drink. And she cons you into it. That's part of the hustle. 
and they'll tell you when they sit down if you're cool they'll be like you don't really got to buy me this drink if you're cool i wouldn't buy you one anyway. the strip clubs a lot of guys do though these girls will convince you that they like you they're con artists they're hustlers yeah well that's what they're supposed to do though they're supposed to touch your leg and be like hey baby you know and they like you and and you're so you're so cute you know <laughs> but at the same time it's a gross job a lot of guys wear like jogging pants and get lap dances it's gross it's nasty it is nasty i've seen it though yeah i've been to i've been to him and like the bouncer will have to deal with a guy every once in a while bouncer had kicked me out one time why did you get kicked out you were touching the girl no no what'd you do I, me and my girlfriends had went to a strip club it was in town i knew you liked strip clubs and no this is this was long long time ago i was still in high i was like just right out of high school i was like 21 or 18 or whatever it was i was like right. 21 just turned 21 and yeah. we had went and i went with all my girlfriends and we were being right. ignorant we had was other, it a male strip club then no, it was. You went to girl one. This is yeah, regular strip club. Okay, but, uh, I didn't know that's regular. We had went. It's regular. A strip club you go to is usually women. That's regular. I don't know. They got Chippendales. That's Chippendales. Chippendales yeah. don't even show. There's male anymore. ones. But anyway. Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then we went to a woman's. Let's say, and okay. we had friends there, and I, all my girlfriends were there, and they weren't paying attention to the strippers, and we were being. Oh, uh, you were causing a disturbance. Uh, nobody was watching the strippers, let's say. So we got You were making your own show. Yeah. Mm. Now we're getting to the truth. Were you so involved then, in this? So then we got kicked out. Were you by, participating in the show? It was my brother's show. best friend that was the bouncer. Were you participating in the show? Listen. No, I'm listening. Like I haven't heard what I wanted to hear yet. No? It was my you were just watching. Best. I was I was being a good girl, but yeah, um, right. <laughs> but anyway, we got kicked out by my brother's best friend because he was a bouncer there, right. and so we went oh, to we went no to the shit. bar, and I told everybody, I said, well, "Come on in." I said, "We'll go to the bar down the street." Right. Everybody left the fucking everybody left with us. You moved the party <laughs> down to the bar down the street. <laughs> yeah, Chucky's and the, doctor, your the owner, the owner of the bar, just locked the door for this personal party we had going on. It was messed up. That's nuts. Yeah, that, see, I haven't been to any others. See, you were wild, weren't you? Yeah. When you were younger? No, I was not. Why does it I sound was like the you good, were? I was the good girl that would tell my parents where I was going and call before You just I told went. me a crazy strip club story. I did. I was with a bunch of friends. That's not a good girl story. Out. Good girls don't do that. It, I, it was my company I had with me. Good girls don't hang out with bad girls. Well, why were you with those bad the girls? Designated driver. Good. Someone's got to be the designated oh, driver. Oh, you were the bad girl's designated driver. Yeah, yeah. So you were doing charity. I was doing charity work. Yes. I yeah, see, see now. You were the good girl. See, but my sisters and them, see, they were the kind of people, because they're older. They were bad. You know, they were bad. They would sneak out of the house yes. and tell my parents where they were going. You know, meet these boys down the road. It's always boys. In. Mm -hmm. so, I always told my parents where I was going, when I was going back, who I was going to be with. I never was one of those people that did that. 
I was able to go out and do what I wanted. Of course, I had two jobs, though. I had to lie to my dad constantly. Well, you shouldn't have to lie. Well, I had to. He had no idea what was going on. That's crazy. Ever. And he thought he had a pretty good handle on it. (laughs) He didn't know a lot of shit. Like, I would convince him we didn't get report cards and stuff. I can't believe that he bought that. Well, I'd get everybody to go along with it. I would convince our parents that we did not get report cards by getting all my brothers to go along with it. Mm-mm-mm. I would be like, look, they're not going to believe us if we all say it. And it worked every fucking time. So once they saw that I was right, I could get them to do it every time. If I had a plan, if I didn't want to show mine, they probably didn't want to show theirs. I'd be like, let's just tell them we don't get them this semester. Hmm. We did that shit multiple times. It looks like, you know, the the world tried to get rid of men. The world tried to get rid of men. Yeah. Oh, the male role model and the male figure in the family. Talking about, right. talking about estrogen and stuff being and stuff. Oh, yeah, that too. They're trying to demasculate society for sure. That's what the agenda is about. That's what also makes it hard for me to be so supportive. It's and it always takes time to make it that hard to be know, supportive because I know it's part of an agenda to demasculate society and remove the male figure. Right, but still, I mean, and kind of like gen, gen, male genders together, even, mm-hmm. and and sexuality, and blur lines and all that, to to muddy it all up. That's their agenda. So it always made it hard for me to be so supportive. But I want to be supportive. I want people to live their dreams and be happy. I don't mind people being happy, but don't be trying to push that shit off on me. You know. I can understand you being happy in your own skin. If you feel happy to wear a dress and you're a boy and you want to, you know, identify as a girl, that's fine. But don't try to push it on me because it's not right. No, it ain't. Well, how would you wrap this up if you were me? I don't know where to, I don't know where to take us to wrap this up. We, I think we did a better show after the prepping segment. I liked your prepping segment though. Yes. See what I mean? You could do anything. You, you don't do have to feel married to prepping if you don't want to. And you could always come back to it. Yeah. Talk about anything and everything. Just like someone saying they put baby wieners and baby girl diapers. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, you put in them in toys? the same diapers. Huh? Are you talking about in toys? Baby what are you dogs? talking about? Joan put on here that sometimes they put baby wieners and baby girls diapers is that a toy or something like a baby doll what the hell is that i don't know man i don't like this i've never know. seen it yeah, but there was um i kind of took that as she was saying you you put the same diapers on boys and girls is that not what she meant i don't know she'll tell us yeah, here in a minute i, I don't guess. Either. But I did see um, on one somebody was talking about those rat dolls that you put in water or something. Where what do they do? Then have stripper clothes and stuff on. You put them in cold water and it disappears and it turns into a regular doll. The Bratz girls are clearly strippers. I think it is. All right. Well, they clearly are. They always were. <laughs> they are. Have you ever seen a Bratz doll? It's clearly yes, a stripper. You ever seen a stripper? That's what they yeah. look like. You know, they got a human brat style. Right. Oh, and um, I did put some comments down here. 
about, you know, it is good to focus on loved ones and not fear and worry. That was something that you said um, on your other one. I really like the comments that in you the said. Video? Yeah. Oh, from tonight? Yeah. That was a good video. That's in the comment description, guys. It's up now on the Rumble channel, that video. It's called Love Yourself. And then, um, let me see what the other one was. Um, faith in God is a big step, like a lot of people, you know. It's most important to me. I, I, I find so much strength in it. I have to tell people it is, about it. It is a big, giant step, you know. That's where I get all my strength. Yourself, you know, and, you know, live in your moments. You know, if you uh, trust in God and what he says, you know, because I'm a big believer of God and I always have been, you know. Yeah, you probably have, you probably have stronger faith. Mm-hmm. Yours is more simple than mine even, probably. Why is that? I always say mine's like a six-year-old child because yours is just basic. Like you're just blunt about everything. So your faith yeah. is always, to me, like just seems really simple. Mm-hmm. Like when I'll think I've broken something easy. down, you'll be like, duh. Yeah, it really comes easy to me, faith does, because, I mean, we we did go to church. Um, oh, my God. Times until. Um, Do you see what she says about the wieners? She says it's not a toy. They sell little fake wieners to put in the baby girl's diapers to make them have the feelings of being a boy. Fake wieners for babies. Oh, now come on now. Hey. For real, I real? I doubt it. I hope. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> I muted I the, at the wrong time. I cut off the word. I never had either. I hope that's not real. I hope that's a fake thing that Joan got tricked into thinking is real. Like yeah, she I, thinks I, grouse I think so. is some kind of illness. Because what... What parent would really do that? There's no I don't way. know. A crazy parent. <laughs> a crazy parent. That's, that's like crazy town Dude, right there. That is insane town. But yeah, I like your notes. Thank you for wrapping up what we covered. What was your favorite part of our piece? Um, I don't know. I like our talks afterwards. We talk about everything. I do. It's fun. That's what the show used to be, remember? It did. We used what was to your favorite about- episode of that one that we did? Oh, man. We have so many episodes. There was a lot of good ones. Mine is the Sister Wives one. That was my favorite. I had a oh lot of fun Oh, my gosh. I like the Sister Wives. But, you know, one. there's there's a little there's a little shakiness going in their relationship right now. Oh, is there? I, I bet there is. I think Mary, which is his first wife, he divorced his first wife so he could marry his fourth wife. So I remember he that. Had custody of his, of her but she stayed around. It was she was still right. the wife. Well, Mary, I think, is leaving. Oh shit! Um, the sister wives. Um, I think he's. Leaving. That's the OG, right? Yeah, that's the that's Damn. the original. And then something Damn. about. Then I read something about Christine was thinking about doing the same thing. She is Ooh. the third wife. I mm. think. Either dropping like flies. Yeah. So I don't know, but I know Mary. She's got her own um, business. She runs like a um, breakfast breakfast place, you know, one of those things. Oh, really? One of those. I didn't know that they had jobs. Ends, you know, the sister wives. Whatever they call it. What do you call those? Uh, bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, she owns one of those. She um, She does like a uh, I don't know, like clothing line. She does for lollies or something. Lolo. Right. That's cool. Right on. 
Yeah, that's my favorite episode, though. You can't think of one you liked? No, we had tons of them. I don't we know. did have. It was fun. We just talked about shit. Yeah, one of the sister wives once said you were, like, thrown from that. But that's I like why I'm glad you agreed to do this. Yeah. So you'll keep doing it? Yeah, I'll keep doing it. Right on. Because it's a lot for you. It's every other week. Yeah. Is that too much? No, it's fine. Well, if it gets to be too much, you let me know. Because I'd have you on every day. I'd do another show with you. <laughs> I like hanging out with you. BSing with babies. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, just BSing with babies. We could do it every night. You know I want to do a nightly show again, but that was a lot of work. I agree with you. I, yeah, I don't think, well, the way you do them and the way you have to perfect everything, it isn't like just hitting I do the too much. Live. I overdo it. It's not like you just want to talk about one subject. You want to right. make everything beautiful and perfect, and then you got to be perfect. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that every night. I'm fancy. You are. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to. Do you feel like we put a bow on this? I think we put a bow on it. You satisfied with this episode? I am. I am too. I think. Well. Really? Let me think of what I want to tell them. I want to remind you guys to go over to Rumble and check out that video from tonight, the Love Yourself video. Go give that a Rumble. That's what's called the like something over there. And then share it out for me, please. I really appreciate that. That's really good. I, I work hard on those speeches. I wrote that out and edited it and rewrote it and rewrote it. I, I wrote the shit out of that. So share that out. I really appreciate that. And then the Alice video, the CERN video. Have you seen that yet? I haven't Babels. seen it. Why? Yeah. I'm so it. proud of that one. You got to go see that too. That's I'll on Rumble. It. That was I'll a certain project. You're going to watch it with me though, right? I will watch it. I promise. I know you don't want to care or really care to hear about the science of it, but I tell you what I think they're doing. My theory on it in there too. Right. So you'll watch it? Yes, I'll watch it. All right, cool. So she's going to watch Alice. You guys go watch it too. And then make sure to come back Monday for the Morning Yank, the next episode of the Morning Yanks, when you'll see me again. And then next Friday night, we're going to have Ty. What do you think about that, Babels? I'm going to interview Ty. He's our first. I think that one would be a good one. I mean, I we, don't want really to, cool. we don't want to turn into some political BS. No. You know? I just want to know personally who Ty is. Not what I want his, to do. Not his um, makeup names or anything like that. Well, he can tell me about those, but I want to hear how they fit into him. Right, right. I understand yeah. that, but I mean more personal. You right. know where he came from, who his who his family is or kin, and exactly. you Whatever know he how he got me. into how he got into doing burlesque, or you mm. know just more personal. You know, not something Hell that's yeah. political, and we're talking about bullshit. You know, we can talk about his opinions on that, but I'm gonna keep bringing him back to him. What does that make you feel about yourself? Right. I, I want to hear about Ty. It'd be like if Oprah interviewed Ty, but with integrity. Right. So, and then who would you think would be good, like from the past, like a guest you would like to see me interview? Hmm. I don't know. Philip, maybe? I like Philip. Intimate Night with Triple P? Yeah. I think you find out about Triple P's. And then life. what is the other guy's name? What makes Triple P tick? Who's the other Robert? one? Robert. Robert. But you I gotta get him. Robert. You gotta get him early, though, hmm. because if you don't get yeah. him early, he's gonna be, you know. You never know what Robert you're getting. Huh? I love Robert, though. I said you never really know what Robert you're getting. Right. So if you do it earlier, you get a pretty good Robert. 
you know. Yeah, I would love to interview Robert again. I like that interview, that opposing views episode. Right, really good. that was really good. I like that. Good one. Robert would probably be the next one I'd get on. We had great right. conversations. Yeah. Uh, I would like to interview so many other people. I would like to interview that Abeam guy. Yeah. I want to ask him to do one. Just interview him about him. Like, what his life's like and his day and all that shit. Just why he right. does what he does, what he does, and talk to him about all of that. Just feature people. Yeah. On my free week. That's what I think I'm going to fill it with if I can get enough people to do it. Mm -hmm. so. I think so. That'd be good. It'll be cool. Ty's going to be the first one. Right. And I think Robert should be your next one. I'm going to ask him. We'll see what he says. So that's what's coming up on the show. So thank you guys for watching tonight. You want to say anything before we play the outro and leave? Love you guys. Have a good night. All right. I love you guys too. I'll see you Monday on the Morning Yank and next Friday with Ty. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks for watching.